If you go to a pub in Ireland, you have to have a song. And if you don't have a song, you may as well not go to a pub at all. I've changed the Murray, by the way. So if anybody wants to find me Murray, well, I'll take Peroni as well. Right then, welcome back to the Four Blades in the Pub in our what's becoming our spiritual pod home across size. And I'd uh, like to say Happy New Year to all our listeners, even though. Uh, New Year's Eve was a long time, yeah, um, but we've not done a pod for a while and I'm joined tonight, I'm obviously John and I've got Dan with me. Evening all, Happy New Year. Ian. Evening. And uh, young Philip. I don't know about young, but evening everyone. Well, he's trying to preserve his youth because he's uh, on the lime and soda this evening, <laughs> which if you know Phil, he's not liking. But um, obviously, last time we were together, we had Mr Gage on, we had some great feedback to that, it was really nice to have Kev on the pod really different way of doing things and we look forward to doing something similar things like that again but um lots of games since then so rather than go through it chronologically um if you want to kick us off ian bit of a that festive period from that villa win all the way through to the emphatic cup game just the other day <laughs> what were your general thoughts musings and things that you well things you'd like to bring up it was just a little bit of ups and downs, really, wasn't it? Because, I mean, Villa, I thought we were outstanding. Um, you know, quality of goals, everything about it. Um, did the Brighton game follow Villa? Yeah. yeah. So Brighton, uh, yeah, good away performance. And then the Watford game was just that bit frustrating in that we just never really found the gear. That Similar really to Newcastle, weren't it? Yeah. Very much that feeling about it, yeah. yeah. I think the thing is... I mean, yeah, the, the Villa game was pretty pretty resounding, really. Birmingham was really, really good defence. It's on Birmingham. But Brighton was a really good defensive performance, wasn't it? But we've had tough games since then. Mm. Watford's form's been outstanding since that Pearson's point of Watford took over. Don't look like a bad Absolutely. point, does it? And, and let's be honest, the City game, another day we could have won quite comfortably. I, I think, think that's what I mean. It's like we've lost the last two. Actually, did I feel... Disappointed. I actually felt frustrated having watched the City game. I wasn't there, but watched a, watched yeah. a stream of it. And the look, to a degree, wasn't with us. We've got to make our own look to, to an extent. You know, we've got to take good chances when they're presented. But, you know, to go to City and really only really concede the second by pushing for an equaliser like we were yeah. um, and, and going for it. And Liverpool, I think, could have been a completely different game but for one slip in the fourth minute. And I'm not saying it we wouldn't have help. lost to Liverpool, it doesn't help. But I think our game plan went that out puts the you, That puts you up against it from... Uh, anybody that's chasing the tails yeah. against Liverpool after four yeah. minutes, yeah. you know you're going to The, the longer that game stayed at nil-nil, we're still in it. But the fact that you're 1-0 down after four minutes, like I say, you, you've almost got to come out of your shell a bit and that just... I think the frustration with the Liverpool game was, and, and I'd, we obviously, John and I, we went and we, we had a few conversations on the way back and... and I saw it the way I saw the game was we got outplayed by the best team in the world and there's no shame in that no they'll, they'll beat better sides than us more comfortably uh, than that before absolutely the frustration drives from the fact that that's the first time anybody's done that to us in the Premier League that way we, we couldn't get near them well, anyway. Wilder said as much didn't he yeah, and he yeah. said like and I think that sort of the comment about talk tactically about anything they ran forward and ran back yeah and they wanted to win every ball, whether it was first, second, they did it all, the dirty stuff. 
properly. And I think that is a really good assessment. And the I've, had, I've said this a number of times, and I'll say it again for you guys who are listening. The reason they are so effective was those three in midfield who, individuals, Wijnaldum, Milner and Henderson, aren't players anyone would desire to have. But as a collective, they were all over everything. And we only won two duels statistically that night. I think by analytics, it was Norwood who won two of the duels, not Fleck and Lundstrom, who you'd expect to be the physically imposing ones in our midfield. Thought that were fascinating, but also Lundstrom shouldn't have played at Liverpool. He, he wasn't. He wasn't fair. No, and right. I think I agree. And I think one, I'll come back. There's a couple of things I want to say on the Liverpool match, but one thing I would say about Lundstrom is I think one else, something else that's come out the last few games is I think Bessie has shown himself to be more than capable Definitely. coming off the bench but also the file game was the, to me was the standout player on the pitch I can, see, I can see that Bessic can come in and play in that midfield in the next few games I mean obviously I suspect he'll revert back to Lundstrom tomorrow night with a rest but I'd have no qualms about Bessic being brought into that midfield at not all. at all I completely agree I think the, th the funny thing is I think that hindsight's a wonderful thing but Bessic for Norwood would have been the change that would have been more effective for us in that game. Mm. Anfield. Yeah. Because Norwood just couldn't impact the game at all. And it, it was, was so clear. It was strangled, wasn't it? Fleck wasn't his usual self. It was frustrating me walking out, listening to a United eye in front of me, walking down the steps back out of the stadium, saying, Fleck, he's garbage. He hasn't done a thing today. He hasn't won a ball. He hasn't run with it. Wish I'd I, seen him. I, I, I just I, I had to tap him on the shoulder and say something because Fleck's been outstanding, but it's the reaction for losing two games in a row that people just need to and you sort of just temper it a little bit. I, I get the frustration, but let's I mean, just I think I must it. I must follow a lot of decent blades because I didn't actually see that much on Twitter. I saw one or two that were kind of chirping a bit, but on the whole, everyone I saw was fairly mm. sensible and just said, "Look, we've just like like you said, we've just been beaten by the best side in the world, but we've not certainly not disgraced ourselves. At all. We've not come away being beaten six or seven. And not only that, to our credit, their managers change the way they play. But to me, that's, to me, that's recording device falling, but hopefully uh, not too bad for you there, guys. We've lost the pain, but we can live with that. But yeah, both of no. them did make changes to I, I suit our. Um, yeah, and I think that's the biggest one of the biggest positives or pluses you could take out of that whole scenario at Liverpool. Clock. Played us, paid us enormous respect. Mm. He he said he'd watched every United game, they'd analysed every United game, and they changed because they were trying to stop Sheffield United. The best club side in the world was setting out to stop us playing yeah. because actually, under Wilder, it's not like under Warnock or <coughs> other managers we've got where they worry about the opposition. Yeah. We play our way and let the opposition worry about us. And for the first time, I would say in three, four years, a club has absolutely strangled us for a large part of that game. And in a way, with it coming so soon after the City game, with the mass effort that went in there, it's all, you can almost take it. And, 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 and take it in your stride. As you would as you would do um, as you would do losing that game whenever it fell in the season. But we lost two games, 2-0. And the goals are scored by Aguero, De Bruyne, Mane and Salah. Yeah, it's not bad, is it? Yeah, you take that. And I think... 
then that and you know if that's the context you need. Well, I think well, considering on, uh, on Sunday at Fylde, we were talking about losing four nil to Scunthorpe and Martin Wolford being <laughs> so, so, taken as a part. So let's you know let's have a. a well, we had to do something on Sunday because that was not sparkling by any stretch of yeah, imagination. Yeah, once Macker had calmed down, once our friend of the pod Paul <laughs> McDonald had calmed down. He, I honestly uh, thought if you've seen if you've seen the Twitter clip of the Sheffield United Palace game under Robson. And the United fan I was pulling him for round two, pulling the hat down on his father. Um, there was a good chance that Paul was going to replicate that on Sunday when his dad forgot his season card. <laughs> but then he soon restored back to his normal self when Mark Yates was warming up and he shouted, "Now then, when you were down here, you had no fucking air." <laughs> and to be fair to Files' uh, bench, apart from Andy Taylor, who's either putting a lot of weight or was wearing a lot of coats. Maybe it's a muscle injury on his back, uh, but. They all took it in good state. Apart from the assistant manager, the, what do we call him, Poundshot Bielsa then? Poundshot Bielsa. He were all right, and he turned around and... I have no idea why he kept talking about us voting Tories. Voting Tories and, 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 and letting Boris Johnson, Johnson in. <laughs> he's not I'm here. I'm not quite sure. Go on, Ken, Ken McKenna. <laughs> he kept saying... His parents had a laugh with him. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. But in, in all serious though, that festive period, something I think is really important to bring up is that performance at Brighton. It was outstanding. It was, yeah. And last season, we won the game 3 0. Uh, it was yeah. a very accomplished away performance. Now, when we were in that away end, maybe due to how much alcohol's in my system, I got up and ran that morning, but then that meant I had my first pint at quarter past 10. <laughs> Um, I was in a good mood. Though. About, that, about yeah. that time, I was just getting in my car to drive to Brighton. Yeah, this silly sod throws up. I'm on my way. Where are you? Wood seats. You're not going to make it. <laughs> I am. So I'm there, yeah. Even had a drink before the match. But So thank you to Andy Ward for sorting those tickets out for but, me. Much but you know, it's that Brighton performance was so good. And when you walk at the time in the away, and like I say, nerves of being there, you're obviously still conditioned to think like a United fan. We're going to concede here. Yeah, we're going to yeah. concede here. And, and that probably will never leave me. But um, I was like, oh, we're, we're trending really well. Then when I watched the extended like 20 minutes Sky package where they have like 10 minutes from each half, they weren't that on top of it. It was just that in that away end, it's about 20 rows and you quite, we were like four from the back. And still the view was relatively low down. So your perception of where the ball is when they've got it is very different to... You know, we sit quite towards the back of the cop and used to be able to see where the players. We play sat on Sunday, didn't we? From where yeah, we yeah. sat on Sunday, that you're so low down, you can't. You're appealing for a throw, and ball still, still on by 15 yards. It's just. And having said that, that Brighton game, I, you, you talk about the nerves being there. I think it probably made me enjoy the Star Wars film less than I would have otherwise because <laughs> I, the, tra- the trailer's finished. I had to put my phone away at about 4:35. And uh, then had two hours really of sitting there trying to enjoy the film. Could have gone, to yeah, he could have gone for a piss 15 minutes <laughs> in. Well, Re- there's that scene where Ray just walks towards Kylo Ren for about four minutes. Could well, have exactly. could, in, in hindsight, yes, yeah, but, yeah, but no, it, cinema you're it, in as well. But, but, that, but that's their blade thing, isn't it? We're one up away from home. You we should just trust, we should just trust. We talked about it before. This side's different, it's not what we're used to no. for the last. 20, 30 years of, of watching this club, it's just different. So if we're going to give that period over Christmas a school grade, I'll start us off. I'm going to say C minus, some good points, but I think the Watford disappointment, and I would have maybe, not to criticise the room, liked a few more people to uh, show that really ahead a bit more on Sunday in the cup game and shown that they deserve to be in with a bit more shout. And when I say that, 
nice trendy pass aside, Ravel Morrison would be one of them. I was out that's a game I'd like I would have liked him to have grabbed by the balls to I thought, play he, I thought he did all right. And if you look, I mean I am not on Instagram, but I think was it Mac who put the the oh, but yeah, the, the link the, to his the, little video the, the, clips up. Yeah. You look at his little Instagram um, kind of montage from that game. There's some good stuff in there. He did a lot he of really good stuff. Good, yeah. So we, we commented during the game, didn't we? He, look, he just looks like he's doing the easy stuff really, really well. Mm. But then when you actually look at the technical bits he does around it, mm. he, listen, he's clearly a talented footballer, isn't he? And you, you made a great point on Sunday, didn't you? About the, yeah, yeah the movement in front of him, there was nothing. Yeah, it was awful. Really interesting if it being Moussa and uh, Robert, well, also obviously someone may go and drink it. Yeah. The, the one time you had um, Kieran Freeman bursting into the box beyond his, his full-back, he plays that side foot. That little, that little oh, chopped pass. Yeah, that chopped chop pass. We're all being, did he just do that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the angle yeah. we were at, we're thinking, how's he done it? Uh, but yeah, for me, C minus. Well, I, what I will say on your C minus is I'm glad you don't teach my kids because I think that's incredibly harsh. Well, got to have high standards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go a bit higher than that. I think. Uh, maybe I'm maybe I'm looking at a bit of a bigger picture, but I, I'm going to give him a B on the fact that going to Brighton and getting something, and then still having a positive goal difference come come this weekend. Yeah, I think it's a really big positive for us. That's a fair point. I, I'd, I'd say same. I'd say B. We've, we've kind of we've obviously got a good uh, good result against Villa, good result against Brighton. What looks like a the not the worst result in the world against Watford against Watford. We've got the two best sides in the country. And only lost by two four, goals, four, four goals. goals, two goals each, and then got through to fourth round at FA Cup. I mean, as you know, as as kind of meh as the performance was on Sunday, it's just about being it draw for next round, isn't it? So yeah, I think B for me. I'd go B for the league, and I think there's a differentiation because it is a completely different side in the cup. And I take on board Wilder's comments: the lack of regular football for players who are outside oh, that squad right? is huge. Because everyone just expects them, though they should be a class above, they should just be able to just turn it on. If you've got a hard-working team in front of you, regardless... They're always, they're always going to be playing slightly above themselves, aren't Exactly. So, I would still score the I'd score the cup performance, probably a C-, minus, maybe even a D. Performance-wise, yeah. yeah. But then but then the rest of it, I think I'd, I'd, I'd be given a B-, B- minus too, because I think we, well, we, we've I, come I out of it in eighth, as you said, positive goal difference and we're in eighth place. The, the flip side of the, of the failed game, you're right. We're in the hat for the next round. We've, we've got we've, we're in the fourth round, and we weren't last year. Verips, although got, he got injured, started looking pretty confident. You know, right? I mean, in fairness, the the thing he actually did to injure himself good was really a really good, save. brave goalkeeper. Yeah. So um, you got Bessic. Obviously, was the standout player on the pitch. Yeah. Leon Bryan stood out as well. Didn't he? he stood out for the wrong reasons, in my opinion. I'll put Charlton off. <laughs> Jagielka got 90 minutes in his legs, yeah. which is a, de- a helpful right. thing for us to have. You Like you already said about Morrison. I thought Rodwell did well, to be fair. Yeah, Rodwell looks as if he could play that Basham role, and it, it, listening to Wilder, he's brought him in as a midfielder. Not... Well, you look at how long Brian's been at the club, Mm. And you look at how long Rodwell's been at the club, Rodwell played that role better than Brian did. Yeah. Now, that's obviously because he's just... He's a, just an, an all-round better footballer, and obviously, just that carries him through. But he looked like he looked like he'd been at the club longer than Brian. Uh, absolutely, yeah. And and the big thing for me about the file game, the biggest thing I think, other than the fact that we won the game, we're probably never going to see Liam Clark in a United shirt again. But he scored in his yeah. last game for United, possibly, and in front of the cop, albeit it was empty. But <laughs> so romantic. <laughs> 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 Stewart on there, I think just. 
Run away with that. So yeah, there's there's a lot to take. Robinson in. got a goal. He didn't play particularly well, but he got a goal. A goal as well. Could, that, you know, that's the disappointment for me. Because actually, when Robinson got that goal and he was early enough in the game, thought, yeah. I thought, come on, this is this is your little boost. But I thought that Rob, for the majority of the first half until I thought the injury to Eriks slowed any momentum we had down. I thought for 25 minutes were pretty good. Osborne, Freeman, Besic, Robinson, the the. Pl- to, and don't, Jags was pretty solid throughout, actually. But those four, who probably had the most time in the first team, I thought the look, you could tell they were the fresher, more accomplished. Whether Osborne's left wing back, probably not. And Freeman, he, he, divide, he divided opinion on how well he played, but he, he didn't particularly he didn't do play anything badly. Well, I just didn't think he was man of match because I thought Bessic played yeah, so well. I, I, I even, and we, we debated it at the weekend, I actually thought Kieran Freeman played well first half. Second half, I thought he dropped off, but first half, I thought he had a really good half. And he looked slimmer. <laughs> than last I year. Thought he yeah. wasted, I thought he wasted a lot of well, time. I didn't First half, especially. He got into some decent positions, and his final ball was. Yeah, and that's probably the one criticism still of us. We, we, whichever team we put out, that final ball, if you look at Anfield, we wasted a final ball. And actually, Liverpool second goal is a break yeah, from a terrible cross when we got into yeah. good position. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, this isn't me calling out, you know, having a go. But we, that's, if you can look for where, one area for improvement coming out of this period, it's that final ball in the box. We do it when we do it well; it's fantastic. The ball for flight that from the Foster save. So um, we're going to talk in a little bit about January targets and obviously targets from beyond. Is that a potential issue where everything we do is great, but we could just do with that little bit more quality? I would completely agree. I think it's it's that little bit of nous in that final third that we sometimes. I'm not. There's a, everyone argues we might overplay it a bit at times. We possibly do. But I think sometimes we just need someone who can just pull something out of nothing rather than you yeah, know, yeah, wait I've, for I've the cross. Yeah, for a while. And, it's yeah. just, and, and there, it doesn't come cheap, does it? But I suppose know, the argument is we've got someone like that in theory on the bench or not even in the squad in, in Robert Morrison. Morrison. And, and it may be, you know, the way we, we're looking at the minute is, you know, what are we, 11 points off 40. Let's let's get to forty, and maybe the shackles might come off. We might see. Might, I think you're right. Players like Morrison get a run out, yeah. and Freeman get more of a run out, just to try and you know see how because be you know because we've then established ourselves for another season in the Premier League, yeah. and and then he can start to say, well, actually, what happens if we play? I'm not saying we're not. That sounds wrong if I say we're not not adventurous. We are, but do you know what I mean? You'd be that little bit more yeah. adventurous, obviously. Yeah, we are. Yeah, I think you're right. I think I think once we get the priority this season, no matter what anybody says, is still forty points. And that's the conversation well, I've had with several people. While we're sitting along on it, it's not about league positions; it's about accumulating points. So I think we're all in agreement that I'm overcritical, and everyone agrees that it was not too bad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I think you probably. I might give him a C plus now. <laughs> Based on the goal difference, I've not thought of that. So, you're all right, though, because you did a C minus C. You can just put a little line through it. I, well, yeah. Or Teacher's trick. You should see the state of the books I mark. But yeah, anyway. <laughs> right then. Nice one, boys. I think we've got that period through. Well. So, tomorrow, Friday night under the lights, we've got um, a light show. We're going to try and get in for the light show tomorrow? No, absolutely not. <laughs> Unless you've got, a, it, they warned us though if you're epileptic. Uh, I'm not. To, to, no, but if you were, okay. to, you'd be safe from 
754 because it begins at 749 slash 50-ish and will last approximately four minutes. But they don't warn you about Gary Sinclair though. <laughs> Depending on Which how cold it is, I may, get in for, I may get in for flames. <laughs> just to burn just your beard a little bit. It's lovely that when you walk in, when you're on, just as you walk in on bottom of cop and then flames go up, it's lovely. Oh, it's, I didn't realise how, how warm it was. Great. Where, where so, so far back. I, I, was, I was in John Street for the Watford game, it was a one off. And even at the back of John Street, when those flames go up, you can you feel it. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. yeah, walking up bottom of cop, just as the, just the, the flames are going up, it's lovely. Super. So depending Anyone on how cold it is tomorrow night, that might be me. Can so, tell we're getting old. <laughs> <laughs> well, as, as you say, Phil, before I interrupted, <laughs> do carry I've on. completely forgot where I was. But we just so we're, tomorrow we've got a football match tomorrow night, yeah. haven't we? Everyone's still the So uh, West Ham United, I've seen Sky this evening are uh, trying to plug it as a massive rivalry, which mm. I don't think anybody in the right mind actually believes. So, what what do we think tomorrow night? I think it's a, personally, I think it's. So, I don't think we're quite in must-win territory yet, but it's a really important game for us with what's coming up. And it's we're in the same situation as we were with Watford. If we'd have played Watford two weeks earlier before Sanchez Torres got sacked, I think we'd have beat them. And I'm probably and it's the same with tomorrow night. If we'd have played West Ham two weeks ago while Pellegrini were in charge, I'd have really heavily fancied us. As it is, I still fancy us, but I think it'll be a hell of a lot tougher game now Moyes is in there. Yeah, I don't think he's great, but he'll have them. He'll have them organized. He'll have them well drilled. He'll have them organized. They'll not be as flaky as they were under Pellegrini. So it's suddenly become a lot tougher than it was a fortnight ago. Having seen, have seen that video where he's well come back and he slowly looks up at the camera. I've not Moyes, seen it. I've seen yeah. his interview where he said, "Is it I'm a winner? I'm a winner. That's what I do. I win." You've not really got mm-hmm. any trophies, though, have you, Dave? No, I'm not sure you do. Has he ever won anything? He didn't get Preston, did he? Trump-esque, isn't it? And it's kind of it is, yeah, you know. He kind of what do you do? He got Everton to he got Everton to a fourth place finish. Which is apparently yeah, yeah, Everton to a fourth place. But then they crashed down first round. Yeah. Floundered at Man United. Did he did he win a community shield? Where did he go to Sociedad? So went to Sociedad, didn't last five minutes. Went to Sunderland, was shit. Went to West Ham, kept him up, didn't do all. Back at West Ham. And he's welcome back like a hero. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm not sure fans are fancy. Well, no, they're kind of they're, they're presenting him as kind of coming home. And I'm like, <laughs> 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 you, you, <laughs> I could understand Everton doing that. Yeah. If he came back to Everton. But, oh, it's, it's, he's only there half the season as well, wasn't he? Yeah, he took over uh, 17 games yeah. or something. I mean, the thing that, the thing that I think about is that, I mean, having gone down to the game at the Olympic Stadium, it was... They were, they were a reasonable side that day. We had a good game. We got I didn't think top. we played that well. We didn't though. play that well. We got on top for a spell. And I actually thought when we equalised, we might have gone on to win it. But in the end, they came back again and created better chances mm. in that final spell. Um, I think things that please me tomorrow, there's no Antonio. Yeah, there's no Yarmolenko. Is Yarmolenko still going to be still out? I'm happy that Antonio is not fit. So I think... The, the, Frederick's know, right back as well. He's, 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 he's out. So Who's there right back when he doesn't play? Because I've let him up Oh, yeah. Just done a uh, Zimmer frame for the list. last week in the yeah. cup well, but He uh, spooned it into well, the arm of the defender that bounced through a gap. Was it a chip? Was it a lob? I don't know. Everything <laughs> you heard about because his legs had gone. Oh, yeah, I'd say his that. Ender can have a birthday with Abeletta, especially if somebody in front of him, Snodgrass, doesn't fancy doing the uh, donkey work. Yeah, Snodgrass always. Uh, Likes to play well against United, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he always seems to do well against us, doesn't he? I mean, Snodgrass, you know, you, well, we'll come on to targets in a bit. I, I still think Snodgrass is a, is a good midfielder. He is, yeah. Yeah, he is a good player. He, 
you can't you probably leave have they, have, have West Ham signed that kid from Benfica today? I think he's got an injury and they're waiting to see how it pans out. Right, okay. Has um, Randolph and Ran- signed? Randolph's injured. Is he? Uh, that was it. Sorry, it wasn't Fernandez. Fernandez they were trying to get through. Randolph's got a bit of an injury and they're just holding fire to make sure that he's gonna be So who's it who's who's it next West Ham? Is it is Fabianski back or is it oh, yeah. yeah Fabianski's played right. now? I, I think he's a good keeper, Fabianski. Fabianski's a great keeper, yeah. that's why I'm, I'm gutted. I was hoping it would be that. Uh, Roberto, yeah. yeah. But you know, aside from the when we played them up down there, who stood out for them? Noble was effective in his own way. I'm not saying he's a great footballer, but he's no, effective but he does, at the he job he does. Yarmolenko was dangerous. Yeah. Snodgrass played well. But really, is there anything Anderson, that, Anderson got on his day to do player. stuff? In fairness, Alaire's a quality forward. if you get service to him, he's a really, really good forward. It's interesting how they set up tomorrow. Yeah. Will he come and try and just get the point? I think he'll go with probably one up front and I think he'll he'll certainly come with the intention of not losing the game. Yeah. But I think we just get it like Lanzini's back in the mix, isn't he? And yeah. ra- and obviously there's Rice who well divides I, I divides just, opinion a lot. I mean I'll I'll, I'll see my first time tomorrow match you're gonna see him in the flesh. So I'll I'll maybe so revise me. When I said no Rice with the one that's He's effective. Those that went to West Ham away, I didn't go, but those that went to West Ham away said, actually, now I've seen him in the flesh, I that's can what see I'm it. Well, that's, that's, that's kind of what I'm thinking yeah. tomorrow night. If I've seen him in the flesh tomorrow, I might say, actually, yeah, he's quality. But I've never I seen don't him think, That's now. the thing. I don't think he's... I don't think he's quality. I'm not sure he's England player. I see what he does and why he's appreciated. Right. But I still don't think he's a standout midfielder. Okay. But then you could argue, people would argue Henderson and Milner are stand out midfielders. But yeah, they're just they effective and they do a, they they do they do a job. good job for, for the team. Exactly, and we saw that. Saw that in the second. And to me, I mean, the interesting thing tomorrow is, do you think he goes back to the start? What's the starting eleven tomorrow? I think for us? Yeah. I think if everyone's fit, he'll go tried and tested this season. I, I think the, the question's on top. Do you think? Yeah. Oh, okay. I won't be surprised if McBurnie starts tomorrow. You think? Mm, won't be surprised. In what ba- what, on what basis, kind of? I don't think Moussa has been firing recently. It doesn't look quite as sharp as what he has. So I wonder if he'll come on as a an half an hour run out, right. give a bit, a bit of pace at him. Especially if you have got such a Zabaleta playing, someone to run at. Fresh legs like, for half an hour, yeah, just to, yeah, once, exactly he's, once he's started to flag. And, and interestingly, look, McBurney had a positive impact with Sharp when he came on against Liverpool. Yeah. I think, you know, we, it's score. a shame, actually. We, we should score. It was difficult because it was fizzed across and he made well. con- behind him, made contact. I think Blaze Mad described it as a miss of the season. Not sure it was under the circumstances, but the thing for me is we looked effective when he came on. It's just a shame that all we could hear on the TV was the warming up. They were getting ready to bring them on and then, boom, Liverpool are up the end of the pitch and, and scored. So that happens against it when you've got someone like Sadio Armani in your side, doesn't it? Well, that, the, well, just jumping back, that run he made, I'm still trying to get over the angle of that run. I'm mm-hmm. watching it on the screen and going, He's never going to get to that. Here he is. Incredible, isn't it? But you know, I, I, I th- I'd like to think Moose. I think Moose and McGoldrick tomorrow, if only because if Moose is running the channel, if, if you've got Zabaleta in there, you know, you want you want you players who are going to be yeah, running a bit of pace. I, I, I do get that. I just think McBurney, McBurney's looked sharper recently I think I think he looks like he's causing other teams a hand a problem yeah. he, obviously yeah, he adds quality defending as well when, when we're defending Moose has had a full things. break though since true. Liverpool hasn't he? true obviously McBurney got did he get against Fylde uh, did he get on 10 yeah he got on the last 10 didn't he or so 
Yeah, so, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm easy either way, by the way. I'm, I'm quite happy both. I'm just hoping tomorrow night's the, the night that Dids yeah, finally breaks his love, love him too. I can't keep putting a fiver on him every game and need him to score. <laughs> I just it's an expensive season that, isn't it? <laughs> it's like going back to my, my old Roger Nielsen days. Roger Nielsen still owes me about 500 quid. 40 to 1 every week. Um, the thing about McGoldrick, and I, obviously I desperately hope he scores, I hope when he finally gets a goal, it means something. It's not... 4-1 With down. 3-1 down. Oh, yeah. 3-0 down, he gets one at 90th minute to make it 3-1. I hope when he gets his goal, it's, yeah, a, you know, it it's an equaliser or a winner or it yeah. turns out to be a winning goal. Or... He scored a lot of big goals last season, didn't he? Mm. If you remember, like the one at Derby, Boxing Day. Yeah. He got the, the decisive one at home to Brentford when we were proper under yeah. the cosh. And then, bang. Yeah. Um, I think tomorrow night, if, we, if we're being honest, I know it must win, but it, I think it, it just... It personally calmed me down a tremendous amount if we won. Not that I'm like erratic or anything, but I am a. We haven't won for a while, so I want to win. To, to, me, to me as well, we've got City coming up. Arsenal's then got, more difficult uh, Arsenal's, than it maybe was. Yes, yeah, Palace, 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 I'm not sure. Palace is a. Palace, you know, Palace, of, Palace, of, Palace, Palace, and maybe yeah. Zaha's gone to Chelsea. Yeah. And then, but then we're into a different run of games. You've got your Bournemouth, your Brighton's. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? You don't know if we don't win tomorrow. When's the next win coming? And and it, we could go the whole of January potentially. Yeah. But in yeah, fairness, when the game. fixtures first came out, we, we all looked it, yeah. at January absolutely. and went, "Okay, oh, no, we're not getting much out of that." Yeah, and, and we weren't expecting to be on twenty-eight points. Right. We, we, you know, we, I assumed by this stage we'd be on twenty at the most. Yeah, fifteen to twenty points. Yeah. So, so we have got we've got points in hand and points in the bag. So this month was always going to be the one where anything we got pretty much was. We might see ourselves drop a bit. Yeah. That's how we bounce back from it. And I yeah. think the one thing for me. About under Wilder, when we've had a blow, we've come back. He says it a lot, doesn't he? Roaring back, these yeah. players keep coming we're roaring back. back, and they do. Yeah, and I think the break is the one thing that might help us here. Maybe so, yeah. Leaving them out of this of the failed game and giving yeah. them that bit of rest. I agree. Yeah, and it doesn't matter that, like, for example, someone like Basham ended up playing a reasonable amount. Swadwell obviously was shagged because did he get Basham half an hour? But it's, looking off, maybe his maybe energy level. Longer, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's Basham. Basham can run all night. And in fairness. He weren't exactly straight. No, he was. He made he made he made a couple of runs forward, but it weren't like he was. Well, you said down in 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 you know Basham's in shout a man at match because he'd done more in <laughs> yeah, twenty <laughs> minutes than yeah, he yeah, came on. Yeah. And they were so yeah. But for them, that's that's almost just like a, a nice steady leg turner, isn't it? He's had yeah. it, you know, he's had a bit of a break. Recovery run. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's almost yeah, a recovery yeah. run. You're right. Yeah. So, so are we going to predictions then? Yeah. Yeah. Two one United. Confident, I like it. Yeah, damn. Three one, three one United. Oh, I hope he's both right. Um, Can't both be right. <laughs> um, <Adidas>. also, <laughs> I'm also going to go United win. I think it'll be two nil. One one. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, I think both teams will score. I just, I think we're in that. Unfortunately, we're in that bit of a spell. We've got how many league clean sheets? We've got eight. Seven or eight, yeah. yeah. It's most of the division. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody, if somebody said to me at the beginning of the season, how many did you get in the entire season? I wouldn't have said eight. So, I don't how know. How many did we keep last time we were up here? How many clean, I'm, I'm guessing no one's got it, but I can't think of that many clean sheets we kept in Premier. We'll go away and have a look and we'll report back in the next section. Good idea. But yeah, it should, it should be a good game. They'll be up for it, we'll be up for it. Hopefully, in up eight o'clock kick-off, we don't have to leave Chief till half seven, do we? Maybe 25. Depends if it's phase... What is it, phase? Phase 
Phase five, which, phase if you're five. wondering, we found out either means, oh, stewards just need to be proactive, or... And we stop, we, we, we stop letting people in at a certain point at ground. To which point I said to the steward, so what's phase four? Then he went, don't know, only know phase five. <laughs> so... And another Does one. Does he know Mr. Meadows as well? Yeah, Mr. Meadows. And then a senior steward said to your dad, Phil, cheers, Chris. Cheers, Dad. Cheers, Chris. Uh, somebody might have a bomb. He <laughs> did as well. That, that was so, his... Was that the basis of the Star article? Probably. <laughs> did Chris go to the Star? Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Whistleblower, Ridley. <laughs> a deep throat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. No, sorry, that's, a, that's a different thing altogether. That's his other film. <laughs> uh, <laughs> other expose. <laughs> yeah. well, uh, we've gone off on a tangent. You can tell we've not done this for a while. But anyway, yeah. Uh, one draw, three wins. Let's hope I'm wrong. Welcome back, everybody, to to part three. Um, we're going to have a little uh, a little time period now, looking at players we've been linked with for January, and then also players that we'd like to be linked with or like us to to sign. Um, so Phil's got a Phil's found a, a page with with a lot of odds on uh, who we've it's been linked just, it's with. It's a United Twitter page that I've seen the blade at the Bladesman. Um, some players that we've been linked with, and the odds that the the bookies are giving us for what we're going to get. The chances of getting them. So uh, I'm not going to try and pronounce his first name, but Eze at QPR. Been quite highly re- late, yeah. rated by a lot of United fans. I think he looks at every bit of exciting young talent, doesn't he? Probably a bit out of our league. He's, he's the, well, if I were going to go around, if I'm going to go around, he'd be my first. You think pick. he's out of our league? I think he's the new Sessignon as in he's the most highly valued. I don't hear other teams being linked with him. Oh, I don't hear he's that. I'm not sure that the. I don't think and this might sound a bit up, up our own arse, but I, don't, I think when you when you're in Premier League and we're not bottom of the Premier League, that's the I thing. don't think Championship players are out of our league. We're not looking like we're yeah. likely at the moment to be anywhere near going down. On so. the basis of, I thought, I think Potticino Spurs, he'd fit. He'd be a fantastic. I, I do know what you he's mean. Not spur, I, I do he's know not going to Spurs under Mourinho, is no. he? Well, no, because they're going to go and spend millions of pounds on a cloning device. For Eric Dyer. <laughs> so the bookies reckon that we're sixteen to one at signing Ezra. Yeah. So that's not going to be favourites, is it? At sixteen. No way near. You signed the contract earlier this season, which right. keeps him there to twenty. I've been bits and bobs I've seen of him. Looks a good player. Right. Looks a right. good player. So the next one on this list is Glenn Camera Camara. Kid from Rangers. It? Yeah. Fin- is he Finnish? I, I, do you know what? I, I, I don't know anything about. <laughs> no, him. He's, he's, he's twenty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Trip there and <laughs> Is he finished that? I'm sure he's I'm sure he's a finishing well, person. Take this as you wish, he's black. I don't know of many black Finnish people. I've not seen many black Finnish people. Just, not I saying there couldn't be, be, but I just thought I'd see Glenn Kamara to me sounds like Finnish. somebody who owns horses. Finnish professional football. There you 24. Go. He's 24. 24 is no finish. He's not finished. Good knowledge, Dan. Thank you. So the bookies have him at eight to one. I think we're favourites. We're we're up there with favourites, aren't we? Yeah. As a more of a Celtic man, not that I'm in any way that bothered about either, I can't say I've seen much. I've not seen much of him. Uh, so I can't really, really comment on that. So apparently we're third favourites for him. And he, and he could be, he's one of these, he's an Arsenal graduate, isn't he? 
end up, in, end up in Scotland yeah. Dundee yeah. and then Rangers have picked him up and some you know, players come different routes don't they yeah if if he's a very if he's a very dynamic athletic midfielder and I think from what I've read I think that's what he is that is the sort of I think that's something that's missing from our blend in there whether that's the start or it's an option like a really I used to love this sounds really weird. I used to absolutely adore when he was at Preston. Dick Sinetto was it? Was that his name? Yeah. I love it. And just somebody who a big unit who puts himself about athletic, quick, and and if that is the sort of because if you remember in the summer we were linked with the lad at Leicester, weren't we? Is it a Marte? Yeah, Amate, yeah. And 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 by the sounds of this is similar player, Same isn't thing, it? Yeah. Um so it's interesting. There was a story a few days ago that Arsenal were interested in signing him back. But why is it with Arsenal and Chelsea develop players? So I thought, oh, we might buy him back. Yeah, sign him back again. Interestingly, that on a completely non-United thing, I think what Arteta does, if there is any money, will be um, will be quite interesting. What his recruitment strategy is, because obviously you only read, you know, we all enjoy reading gossip column when you're waking up in the morning on Bob or whatever. But like, unless not, it's Alan Nixon, a lot of shit. Yeah, but you know, they'll just everyone likes a little bit of trash. If it's on the BBC website, you're not feeling like you're cheapening yourself to like Nixon's level of stuff. But like the link with like quite yeah. big players, I think Arteta will go with a different approach to recruitment because it's not worth. I think he's got to because what yeah. they've done so far for the last five years hasn't been working, has it? But so I, mo- moving on, if you don't mind, before we go on too much of a tangent. Sorry, Ian. I was going <laughs> to say he went for fifty grand. Twelve months ago, and he's now worth eight million apparently. Which is, is that right? Camera. camera. Wow. Yeah, just off, just off they got him fifty grand from Dundee. Yeah. Wow. That's some progress, that, isn't it? Uh, the next one on the list, Jared Bowen. Yeah. Bucky's reckon we're twenty-five to one to sign him. I Villa were linked with him strongly this morning. Were they? Oh, well, Villa need a forward, don't they? Because Wesley's out for the season. Uh, well, they're looking at Giroud, Giroud as well. Giroud, aren't they? yeah, and that's why he on my own. Although actually, Giroud's one of the players on here as well. That's also Not in twenty-five. A million years are we signing Giroud? No, I agree. Giroud is, this, is he the new Podolski? <laughs> yeah, Podolski and Kesman wrapped into one. Uh, we've also got Lyle Taylor on here. <laughs> <laughs> that that's also twenty to one. So that's as likely. I think that needs to be two hundred to yeah, one. Yeah, I'm going to say this. Don't get me wrong. Since he's left us, Tyler's banged a few goals in. Yeah, he's done well, but well, he's not. He's nowhere know, near Premier League level. He's not good. In fact, he never really got a, a fair crack at United. Did he came on. He scored two at Coventry away, didn't it? Two That's decent right, yeah. goals. I'd bring him back just to see his penalties again. Best penalty taker I've ever seen. What about Nick Blackman? No, it's Taylor. Walks up and just rolls it in. I'm sure it's Nick. I don't Blackman think, does do that as well. I don't think Taylor ever scored penalties for us, did he? Maybe it's what he does now. Oh, he, okay. Maybe it is. I don't think Blackman was the he, you're right, you're right. Right. best penalty taker I ever saw for United was John Benderton, but anyway. That's just an aside. <laughs> better than Peter Duffield. <laughs> Top. Yeah. James Beatty, probably better than them all. Yeah. <laughs> I used to him. love Beatty. Like, uh, that he turn. missed a couple, though, didn't he? Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Lyle Taylor, I think we can. Uh, we'll scrub that one off. We, we can put a line through that one. <laughs> We've got Sander Burge. 20 to 1. We were linked with him beginning of the season, weren't we? And he said he didn't want to come to us because he wanted to he wanted to come to Premier League, but he wanted to play for a club that wasn't going to struggle oh, and was going to be that, kicking off. But then Liverpool the has been linked with him back end of last year. I will never in a million, million, trillion years profess to have seen him play. Mm. But as a fan of football-based PlayStation and PC games such as FIFA and Football Manager, 
He is an incredibly, he's potentially incredible footballer that is someone who on those games goes on to be excellent. And he is in, in the other clubs that are mentioned in the same breadth of him. It being linked with him, I'll find a Liverpool were linked with him, that kind of thing. Um, Obviously, we were linked with a French kid from Lyon a couple of days ago, Amin Goury. Something like that. And he's yeah. the, uh, the fullback from Andalect, is it? from Andalect. I mean, they're all exciting things. It's strange, isn't it? It's a strange thing with these sort of. Not that I want us to be the, you know, we only sign domestic players, of course not. I think it's good to. Because you can argue the best signing we made this season is Moussa, who. Obviously, he's come yeah. from it. Underwhelming when we signed him, wasn't it? But he, he is technically a foreign player, isn't he? Um, but yeah, I think Mbessic as well. But There's one that I've missed off there that we're apparently favourites for, and that's Joe Worrell at Forest. Young English centre half, yeah. played at under 21 yeah, level. That is a massive yes from me. Especially for Again, the right side. I've seen enough of him. The only time I've seen him play was at Bramall Lane for under 21s. I was and too busy getting Angus as... Gunn some stick. Yeah, you were as well. You were taking photos of my ball pads that night and made me really conscious. <laughs> Can someone tell Kelsball not to take pictures from the gantry himself? I know. Was that there? It's not good for my self confidence. I'm glad I had a hat on, to be honest. <laughs> I was not lined up. It looked like a fucking row of planets. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, anyway sorry. sorry guys. Uh, right, but Joe Worrell, I think that's the sort of player that if we well, can. I think we're favourites for him. Yeah, four, four to, to one, one. favourites. Yeah. It could be bollocks. I mean, I've, seen, like... I've seen his link with I've seen his link with. We were talking the other day about the lad from Swansea, Roden. Roden, yeah, he's meant to be thinking his mate, isn't he? Um, Burnie's mate. So just what McBurney yeah, needs. He's one needs... of his pals knocking <laughs> around the <laughs> Drinking buddy coming up here. Who needs, uh, needs someone to show him the ropes? So what do we, what, should, what should we do? Should we do what we did at the start of the season and pick a couple of players each, go around Robin and Yeah. How did we do it? Can you remember? Did we vote? We just, on it we just went and, 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 then, and then everyone kind of everyone said one and then you down, was, everyone said like yeah or no. Okay. Uh, have you got one in mind, Phil, that you like starts no, with? No, I'll let you go first, mate. I'm struggling. Ooh, right, okay. So No, no, I have got one in mind actually. It's probably a little bit of a cop out, so I'm gonna go first if you don't mind. Yeah, go for it. I'd love us to go and push the boat out and spend an absolute fortune on Dean Henderson. Oh, well, you see, I would have, I would have said, I wouldn't have agreed if I thought we could sign Randolph. But then going in for a, to me, Randolph was our backup plan that was actually an affordable, good enough keeper, mm. and to sign in the summer. But if he's moving now, I I'm, think I'm kind of, I'm kind of more in line with trying oh, to get. Into although having seen Ben Foster's display at Lane a couple of weeks ago and seeing us link with him back end of last year, and the fact he was clapping all four stands. Yeah. But the other thing is, I'm not sure Watford are going down now. Mm. Agreed. So there's a good chance. I hope you do. a prick, <laughs> isn't he? He's such a prick. Yeah. What did he say the other day? Uh, so you've managed to win a game that you said was a must-win game. I said it was a game that we can't afford to lose and we must try to win. I didn't say it was a must. They're just doing the job, Nigel. Leave them alone. <laughs> he's always been a dick with press, though, hasn't he? Yeah, he's not an ostrich, though, apparently, is he? I just, I don't think we've got a prayer assigning him. I, I think you're right. I, I think, think it's really a wish don't. list. I, I, especially because De Gea's continuing to make mistakes this I think season. he'll be back at Man United next season. And the only hope... whether, whether they'll give him a crack at the first team or not, I don't know whether that'll be whether that'll be enough for him, you know, sitting on bench and playing a cup game. Well, we could play a few Europa League games. They're not going to in the Champions League, are we? Yeah. Um, I, I'd, I'd love that to happen obviously Phil I think we all would I do think the backup plan though now as I touched on on Sunday the sensible backup plan is should Bournemouth get relegated you go and get Ramsdale 
Oh, see, that's big, a good call. The big stumbling block for another side signing Ramsdale is that I wouldn't be surprised if we're due like 30, 35% of any profit. Well, or whatever. We've got a decent sell on more. They didn't pay much for him, did they? No, it was it was next to nothing. It was like I think it was about 400 grand. Yeah. So I think you could get him for 10 million. I can't remember who I, I saw. They, they signed him for a million. I paid a million for him. I saw someone well, talking. I saw someone talking on Twitter who watches United uh, youth level, and he said he's the best keeper I've seen at that level. He's the best keeper I've seen in, in a long, long time. Um, he was really highly rated when he came to us, didn't he? Stoke let him go as a youngster. Did they? But he was right. really highly rated then. Right. So he had a shit. No he had a shit at Chesterfield. Though, that's right. Yeah. I mean, in fairness, everyone has a shit at Chesterfield. Yeah, that's true. But I think it, I, I honestly think that would be a sensible thing. But I think we'd all agree, Phil. That's it. Yeah, if, if we could do it, it, then yes. And you Sorry, want to it's do a bit it. of a cop out, but no, it's, it's, it's fine. You're allowed to have a cop out. It, it's, but it's thinking to it as well. If you're going to get him, you go. You do go in January when Edward would still play. Because I think if they do persevere with Solskjaer, don't be surprised if there's some sort of like super director of football man comes in at Man United and they actually see a pattern of recruitment and Solskjaer's a friendly face and feeling basically runs that team. Because no doubt in how good a coach feeling is and, and things like that. But I think if you're going to get him, you, you've got to get into he- Woodward. I think the, the only deal you can broker as well is one where pay a decent wipe, but they have a buyback, buy which yeah. is of a reasonable amount. Yeah. Black Man City have a keen brain. <laughs> yeah, which we did talk about. Well, we can enforce that. <laughs> asking, yeah, that asking, can we enforce the buyback? We can enforce the buyback. You insisted on it, we're fucking enforcing it. <laughs> Let's see. So, go on, John, you're. Uh... Oh, I'm finding this really tough. Shall I go? Yes, if you got one. I'll go with Ollie Watkins. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, for me, another striking option. Something that's got a little bit about it. Just something that we haven't got. Yeah. And I, his goal scoring record is standout in the Championship. I'm not sure if he's top scorer in the Championship, but he's certainly top two or three scorers. It's the variety of goals he scores. He's one of those that can get something out of nothing. Can't yeah, he? he can make his own goal as and, well, can't he? And, and, you know, Musek is possibly capable of that with a, more time with us. But for me, you know, he probably gives us something that we might have hoped Rob, uh, Colin Robinson might have up to an yeah. extent. Yeah. But I think he would just slot into our team. And let's be honest, Brentford seem to find replacements for the players they lose yeah, quite yeah. easily. They're, 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 they'll have two or three lined up behind him to come in. Exactly. So for me, Watkins is an investment in young, youth. Yeah. It's an investment for the future and it's a player who's established himself as a champion. He's definitely player. a future. I'm not sure how much... I think he'd certainly be a squad player and he'd get game time. Yeah. I think he'd be certainly with future in mind, wouldn't he? He'd come off the bench and he'd probably be a third or fourth choice off the bench. Not yeah. third or fourth, but I mean, he's your third or fourth I know you striker yeah, yeah. coming off the bench for the rest of this season. I definitely, I definitely agree with yeah. that. I, 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 I said so. when, when we did this at the beginning of the season, uh, I think Watkins were one of mine then, and I, I, I stand by it now. I'm a big fan of Watkins. I think it's weird, isn't it? You've got, we've gone from a time when we signed players from Warsaw, there's almost a guarantee they'd be shit. To now, if you sign a player from Brentford at United, it tends to turn out to be so. On that basis, not on that as well, doubled with the fact he's, he's a very good footballer. Absolutely, yeah, I'm all for it. Dan, have you got someone? Yeah, I've got a couple. Um, I'm not sure if he's moved today or last couple of days, and he would, I 
think it, it would only be a loan and it would depend on either making Vesic permanent or Henderson permanent. Uh, but I spoke to Phil about it on the way up on Sunday. Uh, Danny Drinkwater. Oh, he's going to Villa. He's gone, to, he's gone, gone Villa. He's gone to Villa or not. His photos with me, Kate. Oh, right, right, okay. right, well, in that case, I'll, I'll, I'll go with my second one. Um, ooh, we've got absolutely no chance of getting, but I, I said at the beginning of the season, I'd like uh, Calvin Phillips, oh, please. Bastard. <laughs> I think he's just... I think, he's outstanding. I think he's absolutely. I think he'd be perfect for us. And again, he's young enough that you could, you know, you could, you could, you could kick him on for the next few years. I just think he's got. Whenever I've seen him, he's, he's just got everything you need in a, a kind of modern day box to box midfielder. But, you but don't, I don't think. I, I think obviously Leeds are top of the league and looking like going up. But, but you and see, he's a Leeds lad. He's a season ticket holder there, or he was. I don't think he's got a prayer. Yeah, but, I think if Leeds had been tenth. Yes, you've got a chance. You've got a chance, but... How oh, good did you look against Arsenal first half? They're, they're going up. They're, they're going to be a Premier League team next year, aren't they? You would I, imagine so. I think the thing for me is, though, I mean, you can say they're going up, and I get is the local lad makes a big difference in that. Yeah. But coming back to that point, I think we are attractive to those top-end championship players still because we are looking like we're going to be established. They run the risk of coming up, and they could, they could stay up. Yeah. But they run the risk of being a one season up there, and he might say, "I'll do that with Leeds, then move on." I just think we're attractive as well because you look at look at the teams that are below us. Look where they're looking for players. They're looking overseas. They're looking at names, and that's yeah. why I think we've got a chance. If we went, if we shot wisely in the Championship market, I think we're struggling to get. If there was someone at West Brom that we'd be targeting and Leeds, because they are, they look head and shoulders in that division. The thing is, the clubs are under no. Unless the clubs are really struggling, Leeds are under no pressure to sell him. Like you yeah. say, if Leeds were 10th and weren't going up this hurt, like we could cash in on him for 20, 25, 30 million. Yeah. The position they're in, they're six months away from getting massive, 90, massive, 100 massive million. Massive. So they're under no financial yeah. pressure to, to kind of sell Or as a suggestion, absolutely. Yeah. And because if Leeds, if the wheels do come off at Leeds and they do fall away and they do end up at playoffs and lose, that would be our first phone call in summer. Yeah. Agreed. Right. The, leaves do, the wheels do come off at least. I mean, we can all look, can't we? We're going to go for players that we can't get, but we'd all love to see, for whatever reason. Um, everything about this man, he's an ex-Blade player, player, everything about this man this season, been exposed to him a bit in the media. I love when you hear him talk in his post-match interviews, his opinions on VAR match, very similar with ours. I would love to see United spend a hell of a lot of money on getting Connor Cody back. Yeah. I mean, there's two things that you said that are right there. One is well out of our reach at the minute, but what a player. I think he could, if you spent 30, 35 million quid on Connor Cody, no one would complain about it. I think it was interesting last week. I think it was on Match of the Day. Was it Match of the Day or Match of the Day too? He said, well, why isn't he being talked about in England? Yeah. Well, he should be in the squad. He's better than Sarkowski. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. It, it, you look at like you know he's better than Keane, he's better than Tarkowski. All right, Mings has got a left foot, but he's better than Mings. He says, "Well, you could just he'd walk in, all right, lads. Like it, it just instantly like he'd be in that core group I, I with him being there once. It depends what Wolves do. It depends yeah. what Wolves do because they look at every year they're looking to upgrade and spend 30 million, 40 million, 50 he's million. Is their captain and not missed a game for about seven years? Or Interesting shot. Uh, interesting shot, giving away the stat. Interesting stat. The only player that's not had a shot 
he's, he's played every minute of every Premier League game since Wolves have been in the Premier League or something along these lines. Never have one shot. shot. So that there, your argument falls down. <laughs> the centre half is not going to get anywhere oh, near the goal. He's got no chance. I'd just love to see if we we're going to go out and spend a lot of money on a player, that'd be one. And I'm also struggling with ideas. So I'd, I'd, love Conor Conor. I'd love Conor Cody. Yeah, I, I agree. agree. I agree. Um, I think. So, go on, go on. I was going to say, I think the challenge we've got, and I don't know if we're going to go around and do another guessy, another I'd say so. But I think the challenge we've got is where we need to probably invest in January is cover. Is identifying who those players might be and their wing back cover yeah. on yeah. both sides. I mean, you could argue Freeman, have to spend Freeman a lot of might see the season out as right back cover, yeah. but we certainly need left back cover because I see. I think you're right. Osborne is more of a midfielder. He's definitely not. He is, yeah. Back, if, if, we, if we played a flat back four and it was a left back whose job, eighty percent of the time, was to defend and possibly get forward, you could you could do a I've, job. I've thought the fact that he's, the fact that his job is to get forward as a as a wing back. He's never been a wing back in the middle. No, I agree. I, I, you're right. What you're saying, Ian. We're in such a difficult position at the moment because we've got to spend big for someone to actually get into the first team. Yeah. Otherwise, it, you're either thinking for the future or the cover. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's going to be difficult to attract. Well, One thing I will say, though, or just touch on, sorry, John, something that you said just now, Dan, I would be chucking some money at Everton for Vesic as a yeah. permanent. If for no other reason than, I know he's out of contract in the summer anyway, but so we can start talking chuck to him. Chuck a couple of million. Chuck some money at him. We could free a loan up, yeah. potentially, as well. Uh, that's not my second supplier, by the way. The interesting thing about the... The interesting thing about the left-back thing you say as well is this lad from Anderlecht. Apparently, he could play left centre half or wing back. Yeah. Very similar to Ender, and that then sorts two issues out in one. Yeah. yeah. Because we've said many a time, haven't we, that, that the two players that if they ever go down injured, we're absolutely shit as pants. Yeah. So O'Connell and Stevens. I remember Ender Stevens going down at Bramall Lane, the whole cop went. <gasps> the thing is, as well, though, with like Baldock and Kevin Freeman, Kevin Freeman wasn't sparkling against Fly. Kevin Freeman comes in. If Baldock's out for the season, heaven forbid, but if he was, a couple of games and he's back up to it, he'd be fine. Wouldn't be as good as Baldock's turned into, but I think you could rely on him and he wouldn't, he don't think he'd, he'd lay do you down in a, he wouldn't be a case of, oh my God, get it to the summer. Like a, it wouldn't look like a square pain around all, would it? Whereas if you shoved Stearman in for where O'Connell plays or you should put Osborne in for where, uh, for Stevens. They're looking like the yeah, filling. particularly the centre half yeah. uh, areas, the wide centre half areas, and obviously Rodwell. Funny, argument, it? Not, none of us said Jack Rodwell did we at the start of the season. Why have we got that one? It's funny that Hannes are, isn't it? We've <laughs> um, been on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. uh, my my second one. I'm I'm going back over one of the ones I said at the start of the season, and I'm heading back up down the uh, M1 to West London to Brentford again, and I'm going for Ben Rama. I think he's a tremendous footballer and I think he would do the Didsy job really, really well. I think that's the challenge, isn't it? Because if you look at the players who are involved in creating and assisting in the Championship, a lot of them are wingers. Yeah. And those wingers don't fit into our system. Whereas... Ben Rama's a 10. Yeah. And that that's the key difference. And that's what we've tried to do with Robinson. Robinson was... With, he was and, a winger. He was and a and winger, it might work. It? it might yeah. just take him a year, 18 months to... to to kind of slot into the role, but we're trying to convert a winger into a 10. It's like you said, Ben Rama comes in as that ready. I mean, there's more signs from Robinson than we, when we've last spoke about him at depth. The assist, obviously, a good assist for McBurney at Man U, but Moussa should score the header at City that Robinson yeah, sets up. And maybe it's just, it's just need, 
you can only get good at something if you do it. And big, big about learning to drive. You don't start to actually learn until you get that license. You go out and you put the miles in on the road. I'm, I'm just not convinced we've got the platform or format for him to learn it. Not necessarily. I, I, I'm not saying he is the answer. I just think, you know, with I don't think what's happened with him, I think I've not, I've not put my point very well. I think what's happened with him um, maybe shouldn't deter us from trying that with another talent. Yeah, fresh out, fresh out. Yeah. I'm just going to go back to the first play we talked about because again I think I may, we may have mentioned him in the summer but he's a he's a just you can watch QPR and they're a bit of a funny side some up and down results but I could watch him play you know he's a player I could enjoy watching on the ball quite he, languid but he will be a Premier League player. I think. I yeah. don't think there's any doubt. In I that. just think. I just think we we throw something at it to get him in because he's only going to get better, and he's capable of taking that step up now. He could play behind. He could play. He could play in that. Yeah, I was going to ask that. I've never actually seen him play. I don't, I don't think so. Anyway, what is he? What? They tend to play more as a striker. I think. Right. But I think he could. You know, he tends. He, he's comfortable coming, collecting the ball. He's got a decent. You can put him, put the ball in behind, and he'll latch onto it. Got a bit of pace as well, he's got isn't it? Yeah, but he looks. Tricks and he's the tricks flakes. and everything else, and he's, he's just two feet. He's like he is quite languid, isn't he? Style. Mm. He looks. He doesn't yeah. look like he's gonna. He's got a bit of Brian Dean look about it. Small of that, I'd say Smaller, he's like yeah. a sort of. Not just because he's got dreadlocks, he's black, and he plays the attacking midfield, but like that, a cocher. Like he'll probably take an extra step over. But not in the Jamal Campbell Rice like right. why are you beating him again? Just like just look, just a real flat, what I'd consider proper flair player from yeah. the bits I've seen. Mm. And and it just for me, it, but he's doing it as well. He's bagging and he's assisting. That's the thing we have to yeah. say. But I I do think that's and not our in a great player, side. Right? Yeah, that's a good point as well. But they have also got Warburton who does play very expansive football, which is all where even though when he's failed, his sides have always scored goals. They've also he's only got like Mackie Wells with it, yeah. him, and he's not got like any like top, not got anyone particularly loading the gun, you know, that stands out. They've lost. I'm trying to think who else they've got. They've not. Is it Scowen? Josh Scowen. Scowen, yeah, yeah. Who's been Barnsley? Who's been Barnsley, didn't he? And Palace. Villa. I think Eze Ian is an ambitious, but I just think he's that. I think he's that like young, 20, 20 21. 10, Ten goals, six assists. So he's not your top scorer in the division, but he's contributing. That's the season. That's the season. So he's contributing sixteen goals. goals. Exactly. That's, That's not, not bad. bad. No. Uh, the, the question like is, I say it's about a gamble. It's like saying if we're going to put money down, and like right, you said, Phil about Henderson. Some t- some point, and hopefully the ball will back Wilder. We've got to make a, a kind of statement of where are we heading as a club. Yeah. yeah. What kind of players do we want? And if you look at our squad. Yeah, there's some players who come on the journey. We've got some players who, in the next year or two, are going to need to be refreshed and replaced. Yeah. But we've still got some. We're, we're signing young players with potential, and he takes that. Yeah, he's not just he's, 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 he's more established perhaps than some of those we've already. It's signed. not like he talks about. I think it's part of it has got to be signing a player like him for 10, 15, 20 million, and possibly flogging him on for sixty million in three well, years. This is time. the thing. Yeah, then that's, I, I, part of that's got to be. And yeah, that's what I think the stage walls are at, where. They 
realistically, they might have a desire to make it to the Champions League once. But where they're at is pretty much to a point the glass ceiling. Yeah. Um, and if we want to go towards that level, you will, if you get a player and he does well, we talked about it on Sunday, what, like the certain moves in football, you wouldn't not go and play for Liverpool under Klopp. You wouldn't not go to Man United to a point under anyone. If yeah. you were, if you in your, if you're 25, 26, you've scored a load of goals at a club. You've become, you've established yourself in the top flight, and these clubs come in. You're gonna go and play for them. Like Spurs, over the years have lost all the best players. Like to Man United, like when Carrick went, when Berbatov went, these they yeah. went, they did it, they spent money, and that's Spurs. We're not Spurs. We'll never be Spurs, sadly. We won't be, uh, unless some there's a massive, like bloody, you know, some oil money comes into the club, and we even then we wouldn't get sixty thousand. So yeah, I think there's a lot to be said about that, Ian, and putting the money down on a player. Whether January's the time to do it though. Look, you look at it as a long term investment, don't you? I think it, we asked the question. Do you back the, the suggestions and hundred percent? Yeah, yeah. I'd love him, love him down I think we've in. agreed on every player everyone said like, I think they're all it's amazing our ambitions have changed though isn't it since the start of the season um, very Ryan different Brewstrong, <laughs> he's just gone to Swansea Swansea hasn't he uh, mine is he's a bit left field and he's probably not as ambitious as the ones we've just been talking about but he's that sort of player who can whenever I've seen him he can do a bit of something out of nothing and it's uh, Joe Lolly from Forest Sent right no oh no um, winger though winger. isn't he he can play central. He plays, he, like I said, whenever I've seen, I've seen him, he's he played a bit more central against us. And again, he's just one of them players who just seems like he can... We were linked with him a few years ago when he was at Huddersfield. Mm. He's gone to Forest. Done uh, really well there, aren't they? Yeah, a couple of lads I work with are Forest fans and they, they rate him really highly. He scores goals as well, doesn't he? scores goals, but he's, again, he's, uh, he's, he's just one of them players who can just seem to be able to drop his shoulder and do something. How old is he? It's worth having just for his Twitter bants. Is he a bit, a bit, a bit of a banter, bit of a yeah. banter merchant? <laughs> and obviously get a song to the tune of my boy Lollipop going. <laughs> but again, he's probably not one, again, he probably won't cost as much as... No, like, no, he's near as much. 27. Is he as much as old as yeah. that? Right, okay. right age though, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. To come it's in out. and play, funnily enough. Yeah. Joe uh, Lolly's always the best mate. Again, I'm guilty of not watching as much championship as yeah, me. None, yeah, none of us are interested. Yeah. I suppose the, the question is, would he be very similar, I suppose, to such as Robinson. Luke Freeman? Oh. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but he's probably a, a, probably a mix of Freeman, Freeman Robinson, Robinson yeah. McGoldrick. He's probably a bit, falls into, if there was a Venn diagram of them, all three. He's probably yeah, he's probably sitting in the middle. He's got four goals, five assists. He's been involved in a quarter of Forest goals. That's the kind of... Forest is out in the top six, aren't we? Just, yeah, push yeah. Yeah, there yeah, that's the thing with him and Waddle though like they've got some decent money so they spend a load of, they've gone with the Wolves model of they bought that Portuguese like last season for a fair bit bought some experienced players in this year and whether when they've got for the first time in a long time a serious chance of playoffs and potentially promotion whether they want to disrupt that I think that would be my thing with someone like Lolly <coughs> how much he'd cost I think if you could get him Single figure millions, yeah, five, seven million. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think it'd be a, a decent size. The only one I was thinking of was the kid at Reading, um, um, the Romanian kid. Oh, yes, uh, Haji, Haji, yeah, Haji, signing with his old wife, John Swift at Reading as well, Josh Swift, 
John. 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 Who used to kick? Used to be arse. He's an arsehole Look quite good. He came on here. Yeah. And he's having a good season. He's just never kicked on, has he? He had bags of ability and never kicked on. Yeah, I thought, again, it's down to money. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if the majority of the recruitment comes from abroad in a, in a quite unusual... Well, he said to Danny, so obviously domestic loans are out because we're up to our limit. And he said, you know, we're looking at permanent from domestic and permanent and loan from abroad. So, I mean, that... It'll no doubt pull something out of the, back, out of the hat that we've not thought of or, or even even been mentioned anywhere. But he's right, nothing's really happened yet. And yeah. we're, in, we're in that position, same as most clubs are. You're waiting for one or two deals to happen and then... That's no more effect. No bit. one, yeah. apart from Drinkwater on loan and Ashley Young to Winter, uh, nothing, nothing's happened yet, has it? Ashley Young to Winter. Ashley Young to Winter. His agent wants a, fucking, wants a medal as big as a frame pan. <laughs> what I am glad about, though, I don't want to see her that often, is not having to see him chirping at referees or opposition players when he's blatantly just fouled them. Or eating bird shit. Or eating yeah. bird shit. And his wife, <laughs> bang, his wife's bang average. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ash, you're not listening to this, are you? You're fucking aggressive. Well, I, I, think, I think in some way we can say that most of what we have talked about isn't bang average, though. Yeah. And that's the that's that's big challenge for us. We've, we've named players, you know, it, we, it comes back from that banner. We're showing ambition, the fans are ambitious. Are the board, are the players? Yeah, it comes back to that awful banner that was held at that time. But it is, I think, you know, it's yeah, time it needs, for us. It, it, we need to go to that next level of. of I, I guess the question is now is now the right time to do it, or do we just tie ourselves over? It to depends the what you're doing, because we did that obviously. I mean, we were in a different position before we did that, and we kind of bought a few kind of place fillers and stuff like that. Whereas now we probably are in a position where if we were third bottom, then you need to bring players in who are going to have an impact now. Yeah, we're possibly in a position now where we can bring players in and drop them in and out at first team. So you can bring you can bring someone like Eze in and not set him right. You've got to get twelve goals you know, and it's in to keep us up. You could say right, you're going to play here, you're going to have two or three games out. You're going to come in here, you're going to have two or three games out. So next season he's up to speed. So yeah, we're, we're buying from a position of strength rather than a position of desperation. Yeah, and I think out. as well, what's interesting is. Many managers who'd spent £20 million on a striker would play that striker every game. Wilder's not done that with McBurney. So it's almost like he wouldn't be scared to have that measured approach to talk about Dan. I think that's I think that's a fair point. Um, my final one is a player that I actually think is worth paying a little over the top for now. If we went for him in the summer, it'll cost us even more. So I think he'll get better and better. And whether it's with us or somewhere else, he'll be a top Premier League striker. And I'd go... For Carl and Grant from Huddersfield. Young, quick, some of the goals he scores yeah. are ridiculous. Now, I don't watch Huddersfield for 90 minutes. I haven't watched Huddersfield for 90 minutes because I think of. Why would you? Right, yeah. But with the bits I see, he's smacking them in from all corners at box. I've seen he's people quick, tweeting he's about big, he's I've he not looks, seen him, so. He's got the physique of a Dean. He's a, bit, he's a, a very quick, big. Center forward. Now Ian starts. Now, gonna... now I'm looking at it because I, I couldn't remember where they got him from. It's Charlton, Charlton, yeah. Charlton. Oh, of course I remember it. Yeah. So what's he done? He's got a few last season as well, doesn't he? So what's he done? What's he done uh, this year? 1639 starts for Huddersfield, but that'll be some in the Premier League. No, um, he came. He went January yeah, last year. Yeah, yeah. 16 goals in... since he's joined Huddersfield. 16 39. So he's just under 16 one, just in under the year. Two. 16 in the year, and. 
half of that have been one of the worst sides it's ever and been. Half of that bad, time was in one of the worst sides it's ever been in the Premier League. In a bad Premier League side, and yeah. up to now, in a pretty, average, average, pretty, average. pretty poor championship. I, I see him going on to play in the Premier League next season. Yeah, possibly. So oh, I think yeah, I think a young, and he fits that young, exciting, and again, he's different to everything else we've got. Twelve goals, four assists this season. This so he's well in that Watkins as yeah. a sort of pyramid. Yeah, involved yeah. in sixteen goals. And I bet I bet Oldfield have not scored that many, have they? They're not exactly in the trees, probably. And they like put four in a couple of times recently since the Cowleys. They've picked up since the Cowleys came in, haven't they? But yeah. a slow burn. He seemed uh, to do well and then drop off a bit. Don't tell you, does it? But, um, it's going to be, I think this January is going to be interesting. Whoever comes and whatever business we do, I, I there'll think. be some outs as well, won't there? You can, you, can, you would imagine. Like, Who's Steam and linked with in the week? Huddersfield. Huddersfield. I think that'd be a good fit for everyone. Yeah. We'll have Carl and yeah. <laughs> I think I think Steaming's at that age. You probably should be playing every week. Football. Yeah, and yeah. and I think that is something that he'll you accept. Tell, you could tell that for a few of them, wouldn't you? You know, Clark probably wants to play for another season or two. So yeah, then, uh, Clark's another one. I think almost certainly will go out if for nothing else to, to create a space in the squad. Yeah. I'm, I'm fairly certain of that. Do we think anything will happen with Sharp? No. I think the comment that he's the only player in the club that it's can make decision. that decision is quite interesting from Wilder. Because mm. has he ever re... The players that he clearly wanted out at the beginning of the season are... Ricky Holmes, where he almost called him out for blocking moves. Yeah. Um, he's different. Is he still it? with us? Technically, is he still with yeah, us? Yeah, yeah. He went on loan to Gillingham. They sent, sent him back, back, back injured. Yeah. He got injured and then he couldn't get fit and they sent him back. But he's, he's not got, got a squad number, has he? No. Whereas, such as Kian oh. Bryan's got a squad number. So has Leon. Yeah, Leon has. Um, so, I think he says what the good thing is about the players, the young strikers we've got that are learning from him. And I think that, you know, we've said, to me, he'd, he'd stay till the summer. Potentially, if he wants one last, he could go to Australia, he could go to the US. Really? Yeah. yeah. And and so why 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 leave now? And I think, actually, he's got a role to play. He's actually bench. still having an impact when he comes on. He should have scored and nearly did against City. Yeah. He was probably the the most influential player on the pitch for the 10 minutes he was on at Anfield. Yeah. I, uh, I think his heart will probably end up ruling his head. And then end up staying with us for the second half of the season. I think if he was thinking a bit more clearly, um, yeah, not not clearly, but a bit more objectively, and not thinking as a if it weren't fan, United, if he wasn't a United fan, and like you say, certainly there's been rumours about him going to Celtic. Yeah, Celtic could be. If, I mean, that's a great one for him. He goes to up to Celtic. He plays in UEFA Cup second half of the season. Plays in front of fifty thousand every week. Pro- probably wins a couple of old firm derbies. Old firm derbies. And he'd be brilliant in an old firm shop and as well. He'd score and he'd shit out. If he, if he goes he? up there and then possibly gets himself another year up there, he could he could end up having a, a pop at Champions League. Yeah. The thing is, the only thing he's not achieved with United that he would have wanted to do was score against Wednesday. Yeah. And yeah, he's it's not, shame, not it? realistically, it's not happen, he's not really going to have a chance to Unless we both win the next round at Cup. Well, then that's, and then even then, so. Unlikely. I just think that would be a good move for him. Yeah, yeah I, the Celtic one. The Celtic move is a good move for him. But I think he probably will end up saying, no, I'm going to stick it out here because, like you say, he's coming on, he's having chances. He's fourth choice striker. And if it, it, and it depends on the game, doesn't it, I think? Well, there's every chance if Leon goes and we bring the striker in, he could end up with fifth choice. choice yeah. that's, and maybe that's what he's looking at. Maybe yeah, he, he, might, he might look at what business we do over January and last week of January said, actually, yeah. you brought another kid in, I'm fifth choice, I'm really not going to get. 
Eze, a Watkins, a Grant. Oh, that's it. We strikers at this. All go on the bench ahead of him. We've yeah. all that, that's quite interesting. We've all talked forward players, haven't we? Pretty much, mm. apart from my Henderson. The, well, actually, I think the weakest part of the squad is the defence. We've well, got cover in terms of depth, squad-wise, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, we've got Rodwell now. Good full-back signing, which will change to Grant at the last minute. Again, if we go down in the summer, play on both sides, Premier League experience, run for days, chips in with goals, great attitude, Adam Smith from Bournemouth. That's be a, good a, show. a really, a really good sensible show. player to come in. Uh, He's what? the best of their defenders. You don't want fucking Steve Cook. Christ. That, Rico's doing well, isn't he? Yeah. Which a good player. Uh, no, Meckham's all right as well, but I mean, Cook and Francis, obviously, they're getting caught out for the years of overachievement but, uh, and not. Bournemouth have done what we've just been talking about, what we need to do now. Mm. So rather than three seasons from now, our back five is still Baldock, Basham, yeah. Egan, O'Connell, Stevens. Bournemouth have just gone oh, still that's it. And they've just stuck, And they've all got all together. Yeah. They've, they've got players who've got them up. From third division, fourth division, and they're playing the Premier League, and it's a fairy tale. This is why Wilder always enough. talks about the short, medium, and long term planning, isn't it? And yeah. this, that's exactly what he's wanting that's to avoid. It. As much as we love Basham, he's come from he's come from third division. If Basham's still playing centre half for us in Premier League in three years' time, not not an ideal situation. He won't. But I this know is what Steve Cook is still playing for them. And I think we better up because they've just run the left orders and if you want a Hall of Fame tonight, gents, we need to do it as soon as possible. Interesting suggestions, everyone, though. Very good. Yeah, it was good. good chat, that. Welcome back, everyone. Um... It's quiz time. Obviously, uh, popular part to do a little pub quiz. And given my abject failure at recent quizzes, I volunteered to be quiz master this time. So I can uh, make them struggle a bit. We will tweet out the quiz in the morning, given I've, we've all scribbled on the sheets I brought to the pub. So we'll tweet out a clean version, as in no answers on it. It's not that it's offensive in any way, um, of the wham quiz. So it's all wham. West Ham. Sheffield United related. Um, what we've done, uh, I've got eight players and I've got their playing career history uh, on there. And I'll, as we go through each one, I'll just give a very brief rundown of each one as they're going through it. Um, and then we've got a few questions at the end. So the first player we've got started his career at Newcastle in 84. For five years, made 53 appearances. Um, longest spells, though, were at Bury and Oldham. And he made one appearance for us in 2003. I know it is. And Phil just appears to have got it as I've read that out. He was a Republic of Ireland international, but at youth and B level, never made a full cap yep. for Ireland. And who do we think it is, gents? I think it's Alan Kelly's brother. I've written Alan Kelly's brother down. <laughs> I think it's is, it, is it Gary Kelly? Gary Kelly, I think. I don't know anything. No, I've got anything. It was Gary Kelly. Yes. Well done, boys. It's Alan Kelly's brother really the answer though. Well, the other, the other well, I, well the, I know these Gary. two would be what these two would be like. Not to mention what you'd be like if. Uh, sorry, I've gone after you there. Gone <laughs> <laughs> after all of us in fact. Well, I did, just <laughs> just, just to point out that he went to West Ham alone in '94, but didn't make an no, appearance. Yeah. yeah. Um, so number two uh, player who started out at Chelsea uh, went to Wimbledon on loan. 
uh, made three years at Fulham, but didn't really make as many appearances as I perhaps thought he had for Fulham. I know it is. Had yeah. Two loan spells no. at United, went to West Ham alone, then know. signed permanently for United. Um, that was oh, back in 2004-05, and Dan's now got it. Uh, capped at youth and under 21 level for England. Ended his career in 2013 at Maidstone. So no, good to name him twice. John Arley, John Arley. John Arley. I'm annoyed myself. <laughs> I just scored an absolute hurler for West Ham up on the line in front Did of the top. Didn't sell? Didn't celebrate? No, he didn't. We used to love John Arley, but we were yeah. quality football. Well, I think it's when we, when he first came through at Chelsea, we were, we were going to be next, we were going to England left back. Yeah, yeah. He, he were, and that's what surprised me on this. He, he made 30 appearances for Chelsea. Yeah. He made 25 at Fulham. Yeah, I, I think of him in those, actually, I think of him in those kits. And actually, he's, most appearances were for Burnley and Watford. Yeah. And not counting. You were at Burnley for a long time, weren't you? He played for Watford in Premier League. Uh, 2008 10, so yeah. Probably. Possibly, yeah, yeah. So, on to question three. Interesting oh, one. Fucking ripper. Won't be this one either. Uh, three appearances for Tottenham between 81 and 85. A few loan spells. 109 appearances for Huddersfield up to 1988. Played for us for two years up to 1990. Uh, on to Charlton. Then West Ham and a few loan spells ended up at St Albans. I think it's Webber. I've got it, it's Simon Webster. I think he'd have played a lot more for United than he'd done his knee. Yeah, Simon Webster. And then he went to West Ham and Julian Dix broke his leg in training. In training, yeah. yeah. Early doors. Which says as much about Julian Dix as you need to know. <laughs> yeah. Yep, Simon Webster could have been a very good central event or midfielder for United really, for a number yeah. of years. Good player. Just for the listeners, they're not even fucking asking if I got that. <laughs> <laughs> you said, yeah, you said, be honest. Said, I haven't got this the, before we even start. The look on your yeah, face. Yeah, you that defensive <laughs> town there for Mr. Rams. Oh. <laughs> the anyway, quiz. The, so, the, a little side question then. So, the reason, so his injury was the reason we signed who? Bob Booker. Booker. Correct. So he was injured and he broke his leg at Mansfield. That's right. He had a blinder away at Oldham. When we beat him on plastic pitch, Yes. he had an absolute stormer. I know Dino got both balls, but he had an absolute blinder there. Moving on to question four. I'm not sure if we'll look at this guy as fondly in some ways. Absolutely. Start, <laughs> started his career at Everton, uh, went to West Ham, uh, went to Villa, but didn't really play for Villa. Funny that. Back to Everton. He needs to take his bollocks out of his wife's purse. <laughs> <laughs> Portsmouth, Ipswich loan, then came to us around the Warnock promotion season, and then on to Wigan, <coughs> Burnley and Huddersfield. It's, the, it's that one goal for Wigan that just fucking hurts, mate. The Rhino. Unsworth. Yeah. Unsworth. I think you have you got that one, John? I have, thanks, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unsworth, I mean... Mo- we're going to buy you now. There's a, there's a book out. Well, Hearts, we've got a promotion at the minute. I actually received a copy of it at the Premier League Nuggets, and I was asked to give a kind of sliding doors moment for Sheffield United in the Premier League. And the best I could come up with was Unsworth scoring the goal that virtually sealed us going up when he got the fight last minute. Against and then scoring the goal that relegated Not us. to mention missing the pen. Did he miss a, he missed a, a, missed a pen against Blackburn yeah. in the Premier League. And then we decided to release him. Wigan pick him up and he fucking sends us yeah. down. And he only scored once for Wigan. Yeah. When, one, I, I, when I, I'll, I'll hammer it home again, Neil Warnock shit himself about Lee fucking McCulloch. <laughs> <laughs> not Lionel Messi, not Mohamed Salah, not Kevin De Bruyne, Lee fucking McCulloch. Wilder looks at Kevin De Bruyne and goes, yeah, all right, go on then. Yeah, we'll take you on. With the looks of Ahmed Salah. Yeah, we'll take you on. Warnock fucking fills his britches about Lee McCulloch. And that's all I've got to say on the subject. 
I think that's, that's enough. I think that's enough. And I, I think I would, I would wholeheartedly concur. Well, think about Unsworth, oh, though. <laughs> Don't he look the same now that he did when he made when his debut? Yeah. <laughs> he's just like, somebody's got an air pump that they either blow up occasionally. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, moving on to question five. Oh, this is a player who's been around Europe a bit. Strasbourg, Neuchatel, Jamash in Switzerland. Grasshoppers. Good, good knowledge, uh, Mr. Evans. On to Wolves, loan at Celtic, to Adamson, Wigan. It was probably where he made his <coughs> name in, in Britain. Uh, and then on to United <coughs> in 2009, where he scored four goals in 23 appearances before spending the rest of his life in Greece, by the looks of it. Yeah, and it's the Greek that's thrown me. I've got this wrong because I know who it is. I've written it's, down George Donis and it's, it's not. here the multicoloured sweatbands, yeah, Henri Camera. Henri Camera. Henri Camera is correct. George Donis. I'm not going to cheat by checking. <laughs> Do you know what? And we signed him. I was quite excited thinking, I'm a, so, yeah. yeah. I think he was a good player for us. He did all right. He did score enough as many goals as you no, might have. No, it was a shit team all. he was in, weren't yeah. it? Yeah. When he playing up front with Marlon King? Yeah, yeah. God. No, he wasn't that era. Weren't it? We had camera Nine, when we still had. Old, it? it was the year before we went down where we still had quite a few decent players. Might have actually still been. Yeah, it was a year before we went down. We went down in 2011 yeah. to League One. He was in the Blackwell. He was in the Blackwell side, but he so was cropped. Was that when we had Lapoli and others, wasn't it? Yeah, so we had a lot of players who potentially could be good, managed by a fucking buffoon. <laughs> It's a yep. recurring theme here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On, on, on to which, here's another signing that we had. Oh, we God. He started his career at West Ham, made next to no appearances. But I think a lot of this time was his youth. A few loan spells, uh, came to United, made seven appearances in 2009-10. And then went on, probably made more of a career at Bradford after that, both in permanent loan, England Youth International. Any no, guesses? No, I know it is. Oh, I've got it. I've got it. Kyle Reed. Kyle Reed. Oh, uh, Kyle, yeah. spelled K-Y-E-L, and Reed spelled the other way as well, because obviously his parents were shit at spelling <laughs> as he was at football. I actually <laughs> saw him for Chesterfield twice last season. Fucking bobbins. I didn't can I, just, can I talk about parents and spelling? I'm not going to reveal the source of this, but there's a, some there's a story that basically someone turned up where my wife, wife, wife works, and he was uh, a, the boy was called Gooey. How do you spell that? Gooey. G U Y. It's a great name. I love it. I love it. Love it. Love so spelling. I thought we'll call him Gooey. It's Guy. Guy. It's Guy. <laughs> that, that, that famous it's... that famous hairdressing franchise, Tony and Gooey. Gooey. <laughs> right. Anyway, moving on. It just to be, and someone called Guy started work this week, and I told that story, and now I've got to stop myself. You've got to stop because calling him Gooey. All right. Who have you employed that's called Guy? <laughs> I'm expecting somebody who's that posh sound like got two plums in the mouth. Oh, I'm Guy. Anyway. Guy. Moving on. Uh, number seven is an interesting one. Started at Leeds, had a brief spell at West Ham on loan, joined us. Actually made most of his career appearances for mm. us than any of the club, which surprised yeah, me. Yeah, I wouldn't have done that for Ended his career, well, in 2019, in India, playing for Hyderabad. That really surprised me, that. Captain, your all youth levels for England. All I'm going to say, I think we've all got it. I'm going to say pot of pseudo Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Pot of pseudo Beef and cheese. If you want to listen to Under the Cops. Killer. That kill Gallo. Yeah, kill Gallo. Killer. And he, 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 he's under the cosh. He's very funny. He's I mean, just a funny man, isn't he? He's, he's got, a joke. I love that story about what they did David Dunn with brown sauce. <laughs> or, or, or he's dressed as, what were he dressed as? A ghost or something. <laughs> 
And he died, he squirted all the brown sauce on his arse when they were on Christmas Day. What was the story about um, when they got a hitchhiker? None of your fucking business, mate. <laughs> <laughs> all we're saying is, Under the Cosh podcast, Friends of the Pod. Yeah, or Friends yeah. of the Pod. Yeah. Uh, give them a listen. Uh, the, the Matt Killgallon one. Is, I is think very the, good. the Warnock pseudocreme story is a killer. He's brilliant. Quite a shot. Um, moving on, last one of these players. Uh, started his career at Blackburn with no appearances. Made most of his career appearances at Forest, but not as many as like, you'd, again, you'd have thought. Oh, I, thought he got more, I thought he got more goals for Forest yeah. than that. Pigs on loan, West Ham on loan, and then eventually by after Newcastle came towards 93-94. <gasps> five goals, 19 appearances, under-21 international no, for England. No. John, God, who are you going to say? No, it's, it's, it's before I started going. I was going to say Kingsley Black, but it's not. No. Franz Carr. David Johnson. Franz Carr. Is it? Johnson would have been late. Johnson wanted Warnock's 17 yeah. strikers at around that 2000. Yeah, it, not many players go from Reggiana in Serie A or Serie B to go to play as a Bolton Wanderers on loan. <laughs> but uh, Franz Carr is one of them. Franz Carr. The thing that surprised me there is I thought he played for Wednesday for longer. And I thought he was their player yeah. as well. I didn't realise he were on loan for so long. So now we've done the players and I've just left the final. Well, four questions, there's five answers actually. I'm changing that. Um, and a tiebreaker if we need it. So the, the next question is, uh, we played West Ham in August 1991 at Bramall Lane. Why was that match of first for United? I've just I've changed from first game in the newly qualified Premier League, um, home game, did yeah. you say? So I've put now live on Sky TV. I've put on Sky. The new cop. Well, well done, in front of the new cop. Well done, Dan. I remember taking my my seat for the first time. You yeah. were thinking, shit, there's, there's already a big crack running up the cop. <laughs> is that where you sit? Is that the same seat now? Uh, I moved. I'm in, I'm, in, I'm in the same seat. I from moved that, to, from that I'm, game in 1991. I'm still in the same seat. I moved to the row behind, uh, slightly along, just when my brother started coming, so we could get an extra seat. Yeah. Well, I, I I didn't get my first season ticket till I was a little bit older because I still lived down south then. But that's the, the seat I'm in now. Is still the seat. Yeah. yeah. That I, I used at that time. Um, next question: Who scored the United equaliser that night? It was a one-all draw. I, just purely going on time, and I'm going on Brian Dean. Same here. The bees. The bees with a very well-worked corner. Well -worked corner. You remember the guy who used to do the commentary United video? Was it Daryl? Somebody. Yeah, and he goes, bees, oh, mate, a Ghana. We should go. Sheffield United is oh, a goal. It's a short corner to Hodges. He's back. Oh, what a well-worked corner! It's Beasley. It were Bryson and Hodges, weren't it? Kind of yeah. rolled into rolled back into Hodges. He comes out, it back heels it, Bryson knocks it in. Beasley's coming across from post. <laughs> so yeah, one all Paul Beasley. Uh, managed not to skew it off at a right <laughs> angle. Wrong boots. <laughs> How did that stand find us? Don't want to plug him too much, but it's another excellent under another the under the cosh. Yeah, He's nuts. Um, question eleven. Penultimate question. Uh, United beat West Ham on penalties in the League Cup second round in August 2014. Who scored the United equaliser on 58 minutes? I'm looking at John because I think he was there. I was there, but I've got it wrong. I think I've got this wrong as well. I've, I've gone, gone Basham. I've gone Sean Miller. I've gone Jose Baxter. And I, this was a trick question. <laughs> it was a Winston Reid own goal. Oh, but I thought one of you might have been there and might did have got it. How did you know that? So I'll just point out that Josh is here. As if we've got an audience and a member of the audience. Yeah. Well, that day was an interesting <laughs> day. I went, it was the last, it's a very important day actually. Uh, it was the last time 
I went on the official travel to an away game. And I got a phone call from Mick Rucker about four days before saying... You're not welcome in our coaches anymore. You're going to West Ham, John? Yeah. And I get in there, haven't decided yet. Back it like obviously not as organised them these days. All right, do you want to run a coach? You can. I'll refund your match ticket. Why have you? You asked me if you knew I was going, Mick. Well, I've looked up the system. I've seen you bought a ticket. Right, okay. And and you can get down for free. So I said, all right. It was coach four, half full. These lads got on, and they had a load of Sports Direct drinks bottles, clearly full of booze. Strict no booze policy, horrendous. These two coach drivers were telling us the Northern Circular is the most accurate way. It wasn't the most accurate way to West Ham. We got there late, and then on the way back, when we finally got let out, they set off, and they're on the way to Colchester. And I got a uh, message from Mick. Why are the coaches driving to Colchester? <laughs> I went, A, how do you know? And B, I don't know. Uh, and yeah, it was just awful thing. Why would they drive? I'm on. I'm on edge of my seat here. Why you don't use it. Didn't want you sat now. Right, don't show up. Uh, road closure. So I went. Yeah, but if you go up the A1, there'll be a diversion, and just follow that, and it'll put you back. All the A1s closed. I went. Have they got the? It's not, mate. They haven't got half the fucking country working on it. It's a massive two hundred and odd mile road. I'm sorry, don't question my authority on this matter. <laughs> Did he have a high-vis vest on? He was a bit, he was like Keith Lard, but then his other one, and I remember it, well, <laughs> we're on the fucking coach long enough, so I had to take some it in. There was another one, he was on some dating website, said he's something like fucking smut. He was about six <laughs> like, go on, lad. But yeah, it was a good, good match. Obviously, Winston Reed's own goal forgot. He was really pleased to go to that, because otherwise I would have never have gone to Upton Park. And I went to Upton Park, but I actually saw Charlton play United there. Yeah, FA Cup. Yeah, yeah, me too. I've been to Upton Park to watch United against West Ham, but a long. By the way, Mick Rucker, honourable mention, top bloke, top blade, very good gentleman. But uh, back to yeah. this. Sorry, Ian. That's all right. Um, last question, two parter. Um, after drawing one-one in a fourth round FA Cup replay in two thousand and five, United won the penalty shootout three-one. The play, a United player scored the winning penalty and our goal in 90 minutes. Who was it? Uh, pure guess. I've got Michael Tom. I, I've got this wrong. I've brought two players down. Now, the one that you, the next part of the question. Yeah. So the next part of the question was which, and I put few two wrong. Actually, he was in the middle. He went to West Ham between his loan spells and then joined United again for a third spell as such. And West Ham sandwiched it, so he wasn't a future West Ham player. He'd been at West Ham by that point. Uh, scored United's second successful penalty. So there's two two questions there. Anyone got any thoughts on the first one? Who's the United player? Who's Jags? Is is my Tom and? Well, I'd put Shipley. Well, it was Andy Little, uh, who would obviously score. I think in the earlier round yeah, against, against Villa. Villa. Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the other one's John Harley. The other one is John Harley. And I've just changed that from Kilgallen based on the rephrasing of the question yeah. and it's sort of cheating but I don't care because I'm not going to win <laughs> so, <laughs> so can we add other points so you should have I think it's out of 13 I've got I'm six. looking for some six mates eight 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 oh, oh it's a tiebreaker oh, 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 so this this is a tiebreaker it's the closest wins 
you know, and don't let me make me have to get my bloody calculator out. I'm hoping you're going to be way off. Oh, As an accountant, you shouldn't need thing. one, my friend. <laughs> no, 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 you're no, no, numbers are my shtick. Right. <laughs> we can always... <laughs> but I have Excel and a calculator to help. We'll phone Gooey up and see what he thinks. <laughs> um, United beat the Hammers 3-2 at Bramall Lane in a Premier League game in March 94. What was the attendance at Bramall Lane that day? Oh, fuck, I've not read that right. <laughs> uh, I'll go for 30,000 I've, I've written down 27,895 it was just over in fact let me bring it up for the exact number because was, if you're listening to this you will be, this will be killing you it, will, it was 13,614 13,1-3 <laughs> apparently in the Premier League mm. in 94 but very much Remember the attendances we used to get in the Premier League under Bassett? They weren't big attendances. And you know why? Because that was still of the era where all the fucking turnstile blokes were going home with about four grand in the sock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there was 18,000 in the ground great, when they declared 30. Great story. John Garrett told me once that somebody came back, some bloke used to turnstiles, came back from a two-week holiday in Cornwall to work a League Cup first round match against Plymouth. <laughs> and then they searched him afterwards and found a lot of cash in his oh. no. But we, do you not remember though, even like... So even, I'm basically... Even now I'm, is, I, I went twice, I'm out by twice and I've still won. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember though how busy it used to be in in late 90s, early It was well known that they were pocket Can money. I be honest, I'm just, I'm just, just a verification, I've gone onto the official Premier League site to confirm, it was 13,646. Wow. Scorers, Whitehouse, Gale and Rogers for United. That's Ian Bishop. Talked about and, yeah, and actually, two West Ham players I always wish we'd signed, Matt Holmes and Ian Bishop. Yeah, Ian yeah, Bishop. Ian Bishop player. But you know what's true about Ian Bishop? About when Trevor Morley got stabbed. Don't know. Remember Trevor Morley? Are, are we going to get sued for this? Well, <laughs> allegedly. Trevor We're thinking about that Macca section. Trevor Morley did get, remember Trevor Morley? Yeah, yeah. From West Ham. He did get stabbed by his wife. Now, the rumours were that because she'd come home one day and found him in bed with Ian Bishop. <laughs> now, I don't know how true that was, but that was, that, I mean, I remember that rumour back in, you know, kind of early 90s. That's the first I've heard it. <laughs> allegedly. So, so Can I throw allegedly in there? We'll move on quickly, just in case. 30 odd thousand from Phil. 27. So, can I have it that mine sounded closer? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's you why, got that's one of the digits right. That's why I checked. You said 30 and not 13. But anyway, well done, Dan. Well done, Dan. Well done, Dan. And uh, we'll see you back shortly for part five. Nice one. Part five then of uh, of this week's Four Blades in a Pub. It's the uh, the weekly feature or the, the regular feature of the Hall of Fame. I get the honour of presenting it this week as I won the last one with what I classed as the season defining event of uh, the 3-3 away, away at Villa last uh, last season. I don't think we've ever clapped before, Phil. But, yeah, no, I appreciate it's it. You. It's all about Phil. <laughs> <laughs> No idea where this has come from, but I'll take it. Uh, so yeah, this week's Hall of Fame. Uh, seeing as I, I I won last time, I generally I think the person who wins goes last, don't they? So as a rule, yeah, yeah. Who wants to go first? Uh, I'll quite happily go first. Um, mine's a player. He's a current player. 
uh, and possibly soon to be ex-player. Um, and it's Leon Clark. I just think he, I think there's every chance he's going to go in January as, as we've kind of just uh, touched on in the, in the kind of transfer section. And I think from when he came and it was a little bit of an underwhelming signing. Uh, universally, I think, pretty much. I don't know, because there's times where over the years when me and you have walked out at Lane, having just seen Clark play against us for, insert name of club here, <laughs> and we've gone, fucking hell, I'll have him down here. When it's similar to when that, when your Sam said, Gary Medina, we all went fuck off, and then you actually thought He actually anyway, said the same know? about Leon Clark. Well, in fact, we've spoke about it before. We've said yeah, that. for Bury a couple of times. Yeah. He's, he's I think he scored, he scored it last minute for Bury, just oh, almost the same goal as he scored at Hillsborough. That's right, he did, yeah. Ball over top, muscle two centre arms out of him, tapped it in. But well, I just have, think, have you seen that? Um, there's been some on, uh, on Twitter this week, players that have scored against clubs. Yeah. And Leon Clark's on it. On, on the list for being high on oh, the highest. Oh, most feared players. Yeah. Scored eight goals against his career. Yeah. But you, you think what he what he's done, obviously, when he first came, he, he struggled. Obviously, at first, the beginning of the, the, the kind of first while of the season, he struggled a bit and there was rumours that he couldn't. I think he'd admitted himself he was struggling to cope with the intensity of what Wilder wanted him to do. Then, obviously, got a niggle, found his feet, scored a lot, you know, the equaliser at Northampton... Yeah, he did. Yeah, Equaliser at Northampton. Obviously, the season after, just uh, scored for fun. Two goals at Hillsborough. Two at Hillsborough. Two against Wolves. Hatchet, four against Hull. Hatchet against Fulham. The enjoyment I got out of um, Leon a lot as well was the fact that it wasn't just our fans who universally were against it on the whole. It was the fact that Wednesday were pissing themselves about it. Like the, the old fucking agent, agent uh, Wilson, agent, agent Clark, Clark yeah, yeah, agent yeah. blah blah blah, and then he goes there and scores and two past him. And yeah, brilliant. Um, no, I, I think I think Leon Clark's a yeah, great. great show. And if you'd have told me five years ago we'd have been nominating Leon, Leon Clark, Clark for a Hall of Fame, yeah. Leon, Leon Clark made... nearly scores a goal for Sheffield United in the Premier League against. Liverpool. Liverpool. Yeah. Do you remember that fucking gear we were wearing when we saw him that night, though, Phil? Oh, oh right. yeah. Pretty, pretty rascal. But even for his celebration <laughs> on Loan for Wigan last season. Yeah. Yeah. You could tell it was like, fuck you, boys. Yeah, it was it. So, yeah, my nomination, Leon Clark. Fantastic. Good one. I'll go if you want. And so uh, I'm going back to uh, May 1990 and probably the longest running unsolved mystery. Uh, that would put Agatha Christie to shame. Ian Bishop? Sorry. <laughs> Who was the zone man? The zone. Oh, yeah. You know, the watching it back, I mean, really? obviously we, we were privileged to have the United documentary for six Friday nights on BBC Two at nine o'clock or half whatever it was, watching what was going on at our club through, at the time, was the greatest period yeah, yeah. I'd experienced yeah. in watching United. Up until? Up until the last couple of years. Yeah. And we were watching that and... Um, to sit there in our biggest, most crucial match of the season and watch our manager and assistant manager try and work out who should have been the zone man at the corner. Just brilliant. It was amazing TV and it was brilliant because we knew we'd won it. Yeah, we'd yeah, we already won it. And we were massively for it. We were 4-1. 5-2. No, at half-time. 4-1 oh, no, at half-time. Half and just the carnage. No, Illy's the zone. No, I've taken Illy to Mark. Jock's the zone. Well, well, Wolf's got me round on the cover. No, Wolf's the zone on the outside. What fucking way? What? Players are just like... <laughs> yeah, they still managed to go and win that game. Just it, was just, it, was just, it was just fantastic. And I, it, 
to me, it's just a, a very fond. It's a fond memory. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Are they all available? Yeah, on YouTube. You can see. You can see I've only ever on watched one of them. No, you've got all six on YouTube. Better watch all six. Get yourself down to you YouTube. Better watch all six. Bryson's ironing. You know. Yeah. Stan Tony Agana playing his saxophone. I've seen the one with the family playing board games. I've seen the one where it's about the fans and the. So old dear from Leedless Valley getting on bus. Winnie Royston. Winnie, Winnie Royston. And Tom Bradshaw falling over and everyone going, get up your fat twat. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it, is, it is brilliant. Brilliant. I wish we'd done it last season. I wish someone had picked up on it. Wilder well, said he's not going to do it. Wilder said, he's asked him flying a whole documentary. No chance. I can imagine yeah, it. Yeah. I but, think it's football's moved on. I mean, yeah. and you know, you watch them you watch the Sunderland ones. The Sunderland one, I no, find I've really... Seen the Sunderland, the Sunderland the one, one was absolutely... Like, it's weird, isn't it, when you watch you watch something like that and you know what's going to happen. Uh, but the Sunderland one, I've not... The second series is coming out, isn't it, with the two fail, failed trips to Wembley. But then, like, it's just very... Rodwell comes across as a Martin Bacon is just terrible. He's a chief exec. He just, he's like a cheap Duncan Bannatyne. He's a... <laughs> Coleman Don't. comes across well in the Sunderland yeah. one. Uh, Chris Coleman right. and Kate Simons both come across excellently. Yeah. Uh, I think that's do you know that whole like, Wilder idea of fingerprints and everything. Coleman tried doing that at Sunderland, just tried getting everyone up because he thought if you get the momentum of the club right it's here, everything will be all right. Pardon? There's just a lot of shit at the Wilder than Wilder. Yeah, just, just, just good at doing it. Yeah, but um, no, that's a, no that's a, in fairness, that's a, that's a good nomination. That kind of takes me back and I can see next I, time, I would next recommend going and having a yeah. look yeah. next I'll time I'm working from home I might, uh, I might throw a couple of watch. throw a couple of episodes in I think nice one uh, West Ham United connection so the, I've toyed with two things I was going to do a player I mentioned before can do his autograph Don Hutchinson United and uh, we're going to put him <laughs> in uh, but I'm not going to do Don uh, I am going to do Last time we beat West Ham, and I'm going to do Doyle's Cockney Walk. Yeah. Uh, just because we went down to that, we were pretty average. We took about two and a half thousand on uh, Tuesday night. It was a, talked about my journey experiences earlier. But it was a dreadful game of football, if I remember right. But not a lot happened. To be fair to West Ham. About 25,000, 30,000 home fans there that night. Yeah, because they all went in Tevez masks. Which I would and imagine, which I would imagine, but there'll be a fair do. few on show tomorrow. Yeah. How can we tell? <laughs> <laughs> Good point, well made. Obviously, having been to Upton Park, you'll know on the left, they're right up in your face. And it were just, it were just one of them things. And we, that was possibly the first time we'd actually had the opportunity to have a one up on somebody of significance in many years when that happened as well because obviously we're not Wednesday we're giving it large because we were in league one where they left us they were on the way weren't they nearly at that time and then it definitely felt like we give, we got something to crow about didn't it mm. because of the, the build up was all about Tevez and we go there and we were shit and beat him. I mean uh, back in day when I used to listen to Gammon FM I mean talk sport quite a bit and Moose would be on every fucking hour, giving it. My good friend, shut. My good friend, Louis Paul Motes at the game. It's not your friend. He's like, oh, that fat weird man with glasses here again. Go away. 
Yeah, yeah. They are like kind of hostage photos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just photos on Twitter with his best friend. Right, where does he get that birthday calendar from every morning? I should unfollow him. I shouldn't interact with him. It's like Kate Watt. I've pretty much unfollowed everything to do with TalkSport. Yeah, like, don't, don't, it's different. But Doyle's Cockney Walk. Absolutely. Yeah. This is three strong shouts. Yeah. Well. Well. I make no apology because I'm. Uh, we, we talked a while ago about Route One, and I'm going proper Route One, oh, but it's relevant oh. this week. And I make no apology for it. He made his two hundred fiftieth appearance on Sunday. Chris Basham. Can I just say, hasn't Chris Basham already been inducted into the Hall of Fame? Ah, this is why I was going to ask. Was he? I I'm put not too Basham. Sure. I put Basham in. Basham. I put Basham or something Basham did. I think it was put on as Basham Bauer. I put Basham when it just after I think about six or seven games this season when I went once again any of these ideas that we need to replace him have been completely dispelled and it would have to read not score but he'd had a really good game somewhere. I can't and I'm almost certain. Sorry, Phil. Just on the subject of Bash, um, mine and Phil's mate. Shax, who is the most glass half empty blade you've ever met in your life, is actually starting a Chris Basham for England campaign. After he, he went to Anfield and said, if there's a better set, better English centre half in the country, I'm yet to see him. And he's kind of, if there's any way of finding fault with anything, he'll find it. He does just seem to get better and better, doesn't he? By game. So, are we written off so many times? Uh, I think Basham Bauer is I've just gone past Gary, the other route one, Gary's bar, Al the Fair, for those who know. That was our Sam. Was that Sam? Yeah, it'll have been before Sam's that. one and only Okay, so I, I, will, I will pick we up one. Well, whilst Ian's researching, in the interest of fairness, I think we could all talk about Basham now. Obvious memories of the goal against Leeds last season, but one that came up on the clip that the club pulled that bloody goal at Bradford. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. I remember how mad I went. Oh my do, god! Do you know what I've, I've no, you've probably seen this? We've probably talked about it before. But what I love about watching Basham now, when he's when he's celebrating or when he's doing anything outside of football, he his, is the world's most awkward man. He is, yeah. He should never be a footballer. He ain't got any coordination. It's just bizarre. He, he's like watching a, a, a sort of baby deer get. <laughs> I think I think I just goes a beautiful marauding giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> and he is he just looks like I'm not quite sure what I'm doing but Chris Basham there's your autobiography type <laughs> I think the thing is as well though he's, he's, he's leaner he looks like he, he, he's just lean now he's, he's really as fit as a fiddle in it, yeah but well, they, they showed the videos in pre-season didn't they he was just winning the floor with yeah. running. half a pitch ahead of everybody I think what we could do Ian so you don't tie your finger just, out is I think we can agree that once we have a proper look, if he's if he is in, um, then screw Phil. Uh, but, <laughs> but but it's well. I think Basham, well I think Basham goes in on should the two hundred and fifty. We all agree. Gets an auto just gets a pass in, but either but, way. But you could also nominate something else. And there's something else five years ago that we never thought we'd say. And, and that's kind of where I was coming from with it. Yeah. The fact that he's now played two hundred and fifty games well, for the club. Macker absolutely got it spot on. on Sunday at match was it Macca that said it yeah, was, and, he yeah. Said, and he said he played five five years ago that we were playing Fylde in FA Cup and Chris Basham was playing I would have assumed he would have been playing for F- FC Fylde <laughs> <laughs> and that kind of summed it up perfectly that kind of sums it? it up perfectly doesn't it I think that because he's changed into the position he plays now that's kind of 
brought the best out in him because bless him, he's not a midfielder. He'll go and do a job. He'll for do a us, job, but you wouldn't want to think you were playing forty games in midfield. Not at all. We checked them all. I can't find Basham. I am okay, almost so certain I said Basham Bauer once. Okay, well, but he, I, I if, if you can't find it, I think in the spirit of fairness, I think we need to allow Basham to be in the. Have you got another one? Well, just I think I, think to put I have got. I have got. If that's one. Phil's nomination, I think Basham uh, is deserving of uh, a, a kind of a fast pass into yeah. into the Hall of Fame. I, I, I just thought it had been done. I wasn't. I, you're sure. desperate to win, aren't you? <laughs> We're back to your desperation to win. No, I've had that. No. I tell you what. I, I tell you what. I think what we should do, like it's just started saying there, Dan, we'll give Basham a pass. I think he gets Either way, whether, whether or not. He's in so there. Mel Reese and the, in the green kickers, the, the sort of gods here. So I'm going to go. I am going to nominate something else. It's something I've had in my back pocket for a while. I'm, go, I'm going back. I haven't actually got any stuff in my back pocket at the moment. I'm, I'm going back to my really early days as a United fan watching United from the back of the cop. So where I used to stand with my dad, if you remember the old back of the cop where the railings were, where the cladding was missing in certain areas, yeah, yeah. I used to climb up on top of that and I could watch the game from above everybody. So I got a vantage point looking down on the entirety of the cop. And when, when there was a goal or a chance or the ball was coming towards the cop, that sway and sea movement surge and, and surge going backwards Brilliant. and forwards is something that I'll never forget seeing. And that's my nomination, the sway of the cop whenever anything happened. It was just brilliant to watch. I mean, I, 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 I miss that. As well I, now, yeah. I miss that. I used to go with my dad, again, years ago, and we used to go and stand in the middle of the cop. And that, just that kind of, especially when you're a kid, that kind of bit of almost been... It's the, remark, the smoke kind of lit, coming up. Yeah, and smell, up. yeah you, the smell of pies and smell of cigars and smell of smoke. And then when anything happens, like you said, you suddenly, even even when you're not across halfway line, yeah, you end up three or four feet further forward. When it's like the tide coming in, and just, out. Yeah, brilliant. You just get lifted up and carried forward and carried back. Yeah, hundred percent. As much as I'm a kind of lazy old bastard now and I quite enjoy sitting down, <laughs> there's nothing that will ever replace. That was a bit weird replace. for me sitting down the other day. I hadn't sat down at United game at home for ages. There's nothing for me that will ever replace kind of standing up, cop with me, especially with me dad. Yeah, and stuff yeah. Like just just brilliant. I always find it like with with the coach, like my first experience of going on there, as a young kid about nine, I'd never seen anything like it from characters like that. He smokes, or he's smoking constantly to the fact that the people that eat half the pine, just like weird things, like it should be starry eyed when we started going on the coach. We had a few years on, on family stand, but the, that sort of, and now, the real thing that really gets me goes out for corner. Everyone stands up. Like, what's going on? Minute so passes, and everyone sits down just before it's taken to then sit up again. Because <laughs> I'm not quite as far back as you. I'm on like I don't know what I describe as the periphery of permanent standards. Yeah. And it's 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 just funny. It's a fantastic place and right characters. Like the big bloke who's from the mental bloke behind me who talk about glass half empty this bloke doesn't have any china left in the house he's smashed every glass of vessel that could possibly have liquid in even his plumbing's fucked but then <laughs> down to end of me row bloke who looks like Aestrix I know exactly I know what you mean. mean well yeah because he looks like Aestrix so who else could it be they wouldn't sit anywhere else and and that's the thing when we went we were all sat together weren't we on Sunday on the uh, south stand it was nice obviously to sit together to watch match but it's just not the same, it's different, it? isn't it? Mm. Do you know a question about um, when it used to be at standing 
cop and it turned into what it is now. When did we stop chucking toilet rolls off pitch? Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> that was all that we, it all started in the seventies in Europeans. Did it? And it kinda of came between football, but toilet rolls, yeah. You come in with a bog roll, roll of Isle. You won't you wouldn't use expensive stuff on it, would you? <laughs> Use that greaseproof paper yeah. stuff. Should we buy some from Corner Shop tomorrow? And throw when, some did the, when did the whistling at the before game stop? I always remember as a kid going in and before game you'd, you'd hear. Oh God! And yeah. Then, and different. And I remember and that that stop kind of went when standing cop went as well. I just think the danger of buying some bog roll from that premier store on on uh, Cherry Street tomorrow and taking it in, you'll get them stayed in Banford. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. So, uh, so, so to recap, Leon Clark, the mystery of the zone man, mystery of the zone man, Doyle's Cockney Walk, Doyle's Cockney Walk, and the cop, the, the sway the of the cop, the the sway of the cop. So yes. we'll stick it on Twitter tomorrow. Yep. Alongside the release of the pod, or today. Today, depending on when you. Yeah, we'll stick it out today. Yeah, good point actually, because the pod will be out. Probably out for hours. I imagine Luke's gone to bed now. It's this is like this is like the Graham Norton show. Isn't it? <laughs> Recording on Thursday. It's like Jules. It's like Jules. Jules Hall's 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 and uh, hopefully we'll be back sooner rather than later. Fingers crossed and for the result. Tomorrow. Yeah, and let's get behind them, eh? Let's get behind them tomorrow night. What's tomorrow night? And, and next Tuesday. Because let's be honest, we're playing the reigning league champions next Tuesday. Yeah, and, and, yeah, and again, yeah. you know, we've two weeks. It's not next week, is it? Week after. Week, week after, sorry. Week, week after. after. Week right. after, yeah. yeah we've after the hours. We've got, yeah. got some big games coming up and let's just not turn on them. You know? Yeah, too right. Let's back them either way. Up the blades. Up the blades. Up the blades. You have to have a song. And if you don't have a song, you may as well not put a on. I've changed the Murray, by the way. So if anybody wants to find me Murray, right. Well, I'd say Prony as well.